At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Jose Galison, you're watching No Way Jose. Uh, thanks uh, to Justin Campbell for the intro at jcamp1521. You can find me on YouTube, all the major auto podcasters, and Odyssey as well. Today I have a handful of guests. We're starting off a new series. Uh, maybe it'll be recurring, maybe it won't. We'll see. I don't know. It's, it's a completely original idea I had. We'll, we'll test it out, see how it goes. Uh, we're calling this the Four Pony Boys. Uh, we'll see how it works out. I have with me Top Lots of Clint and, uh, and Reed Coverdale, the homies. Uh, I think I may bypass the, uh, the normal paywall for this. So I think that might be, if we, this becomes a recurring series, it probably is, will not be a paywall thing. So sorry to my patrons. If you want to unsubscribe, let me know and I'll change my policy because I like money more. Uh, so just let me know. Uh, uh, I'm open. Uh, but I, you know, with that, my Patreon's the lowest level is two bucks. Uh, the highest level is 20. That's my sponsors. My sponsors are CD McRae of the Whiskey and Tea Podcast. Jeremy, who has an Etsy store, Etsy.com slash shop slash raising liberty uh, and then mikhail thorpe of the expat money show and that's at patreon.com just no way jose 2020 all right without further ado let's start getting him in here the man the myth the legend top lobster my fucking artist homie what's up dude what's going on man just uh chilling pondering pondering time travel yeah yeah we yeah. were talking a lot while we we're waiting for reed and the, uh, the talking about the jinx interview which is like legit my favorite clint uh Clint podcast so far, but uh, really not so much uh, credit to Clint on that one's more Jinx because he's like a base god. Don't get me wrong, Clint did a good job, but it's a uh, you know, it, it was magical. I'll, I'll just say that. With that, let's get Clinton here. Oh, fuck, click the button. On. What's up, I like, dude? I like how you, you take a shit on me while I'm backstage, so I can't say anything. <laughs> I thought I did a good job with that interview. No, fuck you did good. You very much. No, I, it, I but just, it's. He's I turned a, it off. I turned it off because of Clint. I was like, I can't fucking <laughs> this fucking guy. He's a force of nature. He's a force of nature. It's kind of like with my OKC series. Like it's like it's not really anything. It's anything. It's not like anything up to me. It's like it's just Richard Booth is just like okay, go. It's kind of like having Scott Horton and then like trying to you know be like oh I had a really good Scott Horton episode and then like trying yeah, to flex like, on people about it. You're like, well, was that really you? Like, oh come on, I got to talk <laughs> a lot more than during a Scott Horton episode. I basically just go welcome Scott Horton and then I sit back for an hour. Yeah, well, that's kind of how my OKC series episodes have been, honestly. Uh, just, you know, give them one question and just kind of then listen and learn and, you know, go from there. Uh, all right. You uh, you just had Adam Krigler on your show, I believe. How'd that go? <laughs> <laughs> this, are you just bringing me on to duck on me? This is awful. <laughs> uh, I don't know what happened with Adam. He was uh, obviously he was scheduled. I sent him the link this morning and he didn't show. So <clears throat> I assume his, you know, some sort of scheduling conflict or he just forgot. But. 
either way, um, we'll reschedule. No big deal. Hell yeah. I did, right. I did a, you know, end up doing a 45 minute solo. So that was fun. Hell yeah. All right. Let's get reading here. What's up, man? Not much. How you doing? No, good, good, good. Uh, did you have fun talking about gay politics on that weird politics no. show or whatever? No. <laughs> oh, you had a, you had an awful time on there. Okay, cool. That's yeah, it was awful. No, it good was things, all right. Good but... thing you waited. You know, good thing you made us wait for twenty minutes because you were, had an important, awful conversation. No, I had to go you. off on a rant about China at the end, so it was important. But, yeah, I hate the China. People, too. I the people it. on Twitter are furious. I mean, if uh, you had about Twitter, you, about you, you showing up late. Thank God you don't have Twitter though. Oh yeah, they Thank really God. are. They're laying into you in there. I bet. I do want to <laughs> let the chat know for these. You know, I, the more audience involvement, the better. Give me, give a shit, and we'll, we'll riff on it. But. Uh, you know, like I said, this is a four pony boys. I can see, you know, we have Reed here. Uh, there's the obvious mix up. Some people are going to have with Horsemen. These are very different things. Uh, Hor- there's uh, no mix up that's going to happen. I don't think. No. But yeah, I don't think so. I think we're good. <laughs> I, I think most people know very different connotations, very different things. You know, very different. It's uh, it's like the difference between black and Negro. Like very different. You know, different <laughs> connotations. Actually, Top uh, Lobster is the only non Horseman in here because he hasn't. He's the only one who hasn't been on the Four Horsemen. Yeah, technically, technically not allowed to be. I think Ryan will murder me from Japan or wherever he's living. So, well, we got you on to talk about the H, and it didn't get. You know, there was no explosion. Oh yeah, yeah. No, me, me and Ryan are cool. <laughs> that was that was a cool episode, man. I don't know. I, I enjoyed the shit out of that one. With Adam, <laughs> with uh, with Ryan's incredibly short arms, there's no way he could reach you from Japan. <laughs> I, I did too. I've heard. You know, I, like he's super overweight, fat, fat and very short. Short. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did want to do this series because it's to me it's kind of like almost like uh, obviously we're all Tower Power Hour guys, uh, and this is every now and then we'll we'll do you know there'll be a random breakout where we can't help the autism and we'll do like a big brain segment on Tower Power and that's kind of what I'm trying to capture here, uh, and then but you know maybe maybe dial it back a little bit with not having like six seven fucking people talking at once so it's just the four of us uh, you know the mains maybe we'll bring in Cole maybe Toad in a later episode. No, uh, you know, no, no, never, never, never coming on. <laughs> Not Toad. Uh, yeah. So uh, he's so missed too many episodes on Tower Power Hour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pulpo is going to get upset about this one. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, funny. I'm glad that I have you guys. And I think this could be a fun series because uh, I think of all obviously uh, you guys are definitely like the top 10 of like people I talk to the most in my life. So, yeah, um, no you doubt. Know, sometimes I talk to you guys more than I talk to my wife, but I mean, that's not really. Can we have a moment of silence? So just how sad that is for just a few minutes it's or just sad. a few seconds. Like, I, I just like kidding. it. <laughs> just a few minutes. <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't like interacting with people too much in normal life. I like to go, go to work, come home, read books. And, you know, every now and then I hang out with the homies and that's about it. Uh, but yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know how to read, but I, I, I understand otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seriously. You, you guys are like the only people that I do talk to. There's so many, like even my cousins, I, they're like, you don't answer any text messages back. I'm like, I just, yeah, I don't, I don't answer <laughs> phone calls, text messages. I literally just answer you guys back. So I, I guess you should Based. feel happy about it. Yeah. <laughs> I used to love, you used to do this frequently where you like laugh about people trying to hit you up for art to us. And we just be like, it makes us feel so much better that like you actually reply to us. <laughs> you know, it says something if top. Actually well, there's there's to something you. to actually market with us. These other little tiny shows. He's just like, yeah. I ain't got time for you. I'm big time, son. Yeah, I don't know why uh, the fuck top does any of my thumbnails, but <laughs> you know, I love it. it. I, yeah, I love it, man. It's I don't know. Angela McCardle asked me to do something. I I didn't. I 
I hope she doesn't watch this, but whatever. It's not it's not really about like the size of it. It's like if I really don't like oh, yeah. doing it, I don't do it. <laughs> yeah. <That's great>. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Tom. <laughs> oh, oh man. Let's get into topics. I want to touch on the Trump thing. I want to hear you guys' thoughts because I think it's kind of fucking wild. And it seems to me they're getting, I mean, I think we all assume they had something. And like even, you know, Clint, you had, uh, you know, Judge Napolitano on your show. And he seemed to seem, think the same thing. But it's really seeming like it's kind of starting to seem like they don't. Like, uh, I mean, it, and if yeah. they do, it's just going to be really nitnoid bullshit. Um yeah, I guess Clint. I maybe you know see if your thoughts have changed at all. You know, you've the one probably done a little bit more covering this, I guess. Although yeah, well, I, I mean, I I don't have any uh, insight as to whether they have something or not. I mean, you said that it seems like maybe they don't. Why do you Why do you say that? I'm just curious. Well, when I say they don't, I'm not anything substantial because I, I know, feel but, like but why? Why do you think that? I just I I really feel like more would be happening at this point. I I just the longer it goes on, the less it's like. And they I guess they did point to the nuclear shit which i'm like what does that mean that like makes me think the whole malice line of like factual but not truthful like what are you talking about like what nuclear bullshit like that makes no fucking sense to me like well, I, I don't know I, I i struggle to believe that's even factual you know like yeah that seems like a stretch but you know the truth is trump didn't pack those boxes so like if if they wanted to pop him like they could have put something in those boxes a year and a half ago when he moved out and just been like Hey, bury a handful of like really top secret shit in here. And if he seems like a real threat in 2024, well, then go get it. Yeah. I mean, it could be that simple. Yeah. It could also be as simple as the FBI went in there to plant something. It could also be as simple as Trump, knowing that he was under, you know, extreme jeopardy, leaving the White House, decided to take some things that he could use as leverage to protect him and his family. That's possible too. I mean, there's, a litany of possibilities. I don't have any fucking insight into this, man. The, the only you know reason what? I got I got so you know black pilled on the outcome was that, or I don't even know what pilled, um, is because Napolitano. You know, at first I was just assuming this was a total witch hunt, and the fact that he took it with such seriousness, I was like, fuck, all right, maybe. You know, it's yeah. it's got to be a hundred percent a setup, and we know this from like a, well, like during his presidency, they would lie to him about like daily briefings and shit, and they would they would constantly make fun of him. They're like, he doesn't even read the daily briefings. He asked someone to tell him, like, to tell him what's going on. Like his his yeah. his uh, what was the guy? Uh, was it McMaster's or uh, one of the one of the army people that were around him? They were just lying about how many troops they had, where they yeah, had Afghanistan. it. Afghanistan, yeah, yeah, yeah. I and mean, Syria. It, yeah. And so, yeah, all he had to do was just like read the papers, but he's probably just telling me, you guys read it, you tell me. And they're like, yeah, yeah. And they tell him what they want. So for me to believe that he stole top secret or took top secret papers, I don't think he fucking read a page the entire time yeah. in the White House. I think someone's just <laughs> telling him shit and he's delegating an responsibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I think, think people true. people are forgetting what a dumbass Trump is. Like he is just a fucking moron who doesn't read anything and doesn't know anything. So it could all it also could have been negligence. I think like that's another option that could be on the table. I have no idea. And I, I mean, my gut is telling me the same thing as you, Jose. I feel like it seems like not enough is happening, but I don't actually know it. I mean, they yeah. they could have some I mean, stupid thing. They with really with, but... with really serious investigations like you would expect there to be a period of, okay, well, we found this and now we're going to go do our due diligence on how it actually got into his possession so that we can make sure that we can right. really hold his feet to the fire. Like, there is a 
logical explanation if they have something serious that they are now pulling back to do the the background yeah. work to make sure that they have him dead to rights. That's possible, but it's also possible that it's all bullshit. So, which so, I would, you know. I would buy that, that if they if it wasn't for the fact that they came out with the whole supposed nuclear shit. That's the thing that throws me off. Like, what does that even mean? That means nothing to me. Like, and they they had the warrant yeah, for know. like a month and a half, and they sat yeah. on it. And it, what does he have? Yeah, some nuclear shit. So, it, no, 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 no. Nuclear... they did not. They did not have the. They did not have it for a month and a half. They 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 waited a month and a half to to shop judges until that judge that magistrate was able to approve the warrant so that that's that's key they they knew that they didn't have a, a good enough case that if they didn't shop the judge to make sure that they had a guy that would rubber stamp whatever the fuck they said which included fucking raiding a former president <laughs> you know they get this lunatic to to rubber stamp it but what's really wild is that if they if the accusation is that he had nuclear uh you know paperwork or whatever they then waited from Friday when it was approved. They wait till Monday to go raid it. That's, oh, that's fucking that's, weird. That's right? government shit, though. Yeah. yeah, I guess. Yeah, they're like, we don't work on the weekends, even if there's nukes in this dude's house. <laughs> I mean, the other thing is nuclear information is pretty fucking vague, too. Like, what does that mean? It doesn't mean like he has the nuclear codes sitting on his desk and someone could go in there and steal. I mean, it, it could mean a whole bunch of things. It's, he had yeah. he had a couple of pieces of paper like written in crayon that said nukes are fake. <laughs> <laughs> like god damn it i knew it shout out sam tripoli he'd appreciate that joke but there's also that other aspect that everyone keeps bringing up that the idea which i don't know enough about the legal aspect but supposedly uh presidents are supposed to have the power to declassify things so i don't know what the fuck the process is or if there even is a set in process if there isn't a process and it should be as simple as i well, mean you can't he, do it while he's not president right yeah, but yeah, these are things he had whole... while he was president. So, like, I don't know what the process is. Is it just an implied thing? Because then it's like no one can prove he wasn't just exclaimed aloud, you know, as he picked took him out. You know, oh like, yeah, I, I don't. You'd know. have to have. Process. You don't know if there's a paperwork trail or something for declassifying yeah. it. Yeah. Here's something interesting to ponder. Um, Alex Jones, who is right about everything, he right. he's come <laughs> he's come out and he said that uh, he doesn't have faith in Trump anymore, and he's backing DeSantis like fully backing DeSantis that he trusts him and all this, which I, I hope DeSantis doesn't run. But I, if you, if you kind of like look into that and think about that a little bit, maybe he does know what uh, judge Napolitano is knowing and he's, and he's swaying his audience over That's easily. Possible, yeah. 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 Swaying them over to another Republican candidate. Maybe, maybe Trump is going to go down or at least <laughs> going to be disqualified from running. So let me ask you guys, what would, make you go ah yeah trump that is pretty fucked up that you had that i don't know nothing like, what, i don't what, i don't think what would the anything. level be is there anything or nothing no, not paperwork bullshit i wouldn't get i don't give a fuck know, about yeah. any of that like it could be if there was like video of him fucking kids or something i'd be like all right maybe maybe don't run dude yeah. I mean, I guess... <laughs> there, there is that somewhere probably but <laughs> it's just it's such a weird this. just such a weird it, I, i'm not kind of surprised they're going this route too because it sets a weird precedent going forward because it's like like I feel like any fucking president they could get on some technicality, so it just is a weird fucking weird move. Like, I, well, I, that, I don't know. the whole reason I be, I I started to believe that there was some real weight to these accusations because I was like, yeah, you don't do this, you don't come for the king and miss, you know. And like they've come, they've come for him multiple times, but they haven't really missed. I know, sorry, your juvenile humor. Yeah. They've come yeah. for him many times, um, but 
you know, they, they have still like that has always served a purpose. Like when they were they were basically hemming up his entire presidency that he couldn't accomplish any of the things that he wanted to. So the multiple impeachments and shit and always keeping him on his back foot on the defensive, that shit all that shit all played its role. This also, I still believe that like it has to serve the role of making it so he can't run. So it doesn't have to be something egregious, but it has to be something, you know, I'm going to say real in, in scare quotes because it has to be something that they can actually pin him on and get, you know, the Congress or whoever the fuck ultimately like approves this thing to say, okay, yeah, he can't run. I like, I, has there ever been a time in American history where a president was disqualified from running? Uh, Cause I can't think of one. I mean, not that F- I know of uh, FDR. And, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I mean, another <laughs> alternative dad. theory is they don't Lincoln. necessarily have to. <laughs> Someone JFK. brought up a, Someone brought the point. I believe Dave Smith mentioned in his episode uh, the fact that these are co- these are confidential things. That's the angle they're going with. They're going to be able to play hide the ball so fucking much. We're probably never going to know what the documents really are. That's a great point too. Yeah, I mean, it, even even the fucking affidavit uh, to get the warrant. They're they're like now saying they're going to release it, but it's going to be redacted. What good is that going to do us? I mean, they're, if they're going to redact the person who who blew the whistle on, because allegedly that's how it came to pass, is that someone. Some of like one of ten people within Mar-a-Lago that was Trump's confidants blew the whistle on him, which is fucking wild if it's true. And can you imagine what the Trump household is like trying to figure out who it was? Like that's got to be fucking awesome. But but the point I was getting at though is uh, they can kind of you know shroud this in vagaries. And the thing I'm genuinely concerned about, like I'm fucking my conspiracy senses have been off the fucking roof since this Trump shit. I genuinely think there's a strong chance we are within the next probably six months, uh, if maybe the year, due for some sort of crazy red flag and uh, false I was flag. or false flag, whatever. Uh, fucking, I was talking to someone the other day, and it was like in my head, like I feel like that was kind of what January six was trying to be, but it didn't quite pull it off. And I think you know they learned that, that IRS thing in Texas too. Yeah, and I think they somewhat maybe learned their lessons if we're putting our tinfoil hats on. From like OKC and shit, we're like, hey, with all these moving parts, it gets a little sloppy. So maybe don't commit to that completely. So they try the January 6th, it doesn't work. And so now I'm genuinely concerned about some sort of something similar like an OKC event. Because did, did you mention Gretchen Whitmer? The yeah, Gretchen Whitmer as well. Yeah, yeah the hoax, shit. the hoax kidnapping. I mean, yeah. they they have been false flagging us pretty consistently. Yeah. What's what's unique is that they've been doing it at a very low level. Like they haven't been do, doing these really extravagant you know, mass casualty events to, mm-hmm. to false flag us. And I think, you know, that's, that's like kind of the silver lining in all this is that hopefully they have just decided that they have such great narrative control and propaganda capacity that they can, they can do it without, you know, murdering hundreds yeah. of Americans. Some, somebody said a false Floyd. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> when you, when you, especially when you start getting like conspiracy realms, a lot of us do, and you start recognizing the patterns uh, this just pings for me, like big time. Like this does ring of like the '90s with the militia movement. I, I mean, I'm sure you guys have been aware how, like, for the past probably few years, it's been a big thing where a lot of big figures, especially like politicians, will make allusions to how the next big threat is going to be white supremacist militia, you know, right wingers, whatever. They've been they've like, been laying the groundwork, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So they've laid the groundwork. Like this is our, and this is just going to be them being like, "Look, I told you, if some sort of shit like that pops off, and like." I'm only hoping, you know, and I guess that's kind of the b- big point with my OKC series is I'm hoping people start to, you know, start thinking like us and start recognizing this shit. That way, when something like this does happen, instead of just immediately like, oh, my God, they killed people. We have to do something. And, you know, not even like thinking about it whatsoever. 
uh, then you start, you know, thinking. I mean, someone brought up Uvalde. I mean, I think Uvalde is actually a good example of something that might prime people to start thinking in that way a little bit more as well. Uh, I don't know if you guys have any thoughts. I don't think I don't think many people are going to have their minds changed. That's no, just that no. I'm blackpilled on that. Yeah. Uh, did you see? Did you guys see the tweet from Stephen King today? Of, like yeah. mourning, mourning the loss of uh, uh, Brian Stelter. Yeah. Brian Stelter on CNN. <laughs> This is uh, unfortunately like like most of my family thinks that same way, so I just don't. Fuck, really? Probably, yeah. Wow. I don't. I don't know how much like like uh, institutional news they watch, but they do share the same opinions. So, as yeah, far so as the I'm answer is probably mind. a decent amount of the similar news, then. Yeah, I wrote that article about Liz Cheney mostly for my family because they don't get it. Like they, they don't understand the why Cheney is worse than Trump and. Uh, they don't understand. I mean, it should be completely obvious. You just look at her last name. But I had to write that article out to explain, like, this is why this is this way. And this is why they hate him. And I don't know. It, it's uh, it is amazing, like how stupid people are. And I, I agree with top. They're they're not going to change, which is the black pilling part about all this conspiracy shit. So like Ryan just made a video about how Israel stole the bomb and he's trying to like get it to all these people. And he's like, if we get this out, this will change the world. And I'm like, dude, no one's going to give a shit. Like, even if it was all over CNN that Israel stole nukes from us, you know, 50 years ago, no one's going to care. They don't care about well, anything. They don't care think, that, you know, uh, they don't, I mean, they don't, they don't care that they can't ago. fill their gas tank practically. Exactly. I mean. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I see. All right. I'll disagree just, just to, uh, be uh you know just just to have like a little white pill here yeah just to be interesting for for a minute um i think that things will change things are changing gradually and then yeah. they'll change suddenly so when i say like no one's changing their mind i mean like one or two or three people like you, you we have like sprinkles of people that are waking up but it's not going to be like a huge wave of people waking up from yeah. whatever happens i mean i, mean, I think yeah. example is the the uh COVID hysteria like Early on, you know, the summer of 2020, when I was railing against all this shit, I mean, I still had, you know, the libertarians that were on board for the most part. But now I have huge reach with people that are like conservatives and some liberals that have woken up and all sorts of people that that have really come to terms with the level of deception that they experienced over this, these two years. So uh, I understand your guys' sentiment. Uh, it's It's very hard not to just believe that almost everybody is fully entrenched in their belief system but i don't think it's accurate honestly uh it well it, such, a, such a level of suffering during covid that a lot of people did wake up i'm actually I, more in line with you clint because i i think and this you know to keep t uh, touching my okc thing i think one of the things that why okc interests me so much it was at this weird crossroads in time it was like in the 90s where we were just burgeoning into like you know having the technology that we do now and so they weren't at a point where people were able to gather the information as well, but they were at a point where the information was out there. Uh, and, and, and now it's just a matter of people collecting it. So I think, you know, and I've done over seven hours and when you start pulling that shit together. You realize how fucking sloppy this was and how much they fucked up. And I think that's the power of, you know, it's kind of a, you know, I think it was Oppenheimer with the whole, like, you know, the two different classes, you have like the, the predator class and the productive class. And I think the productive class is just like with, you know, especially with technology, it's just, it's, you know, going through the roof to where like you have so many people online, so many researchers, they tried to tamper it during COVID, but all they did was make it stronger in the long run. And I Wait, think the guy who created yeah. the nuclear bomb said that. 
No, it was a different Oppenheimer, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, the, the other Oppenheimer. Yeah, it was, okay. it was, it was, it was one of a... Right. I know it was somebody Ro- I think Rothbard referred to a few times. So okay. I okay. think that's where that quote, quote comes let from. Me, let me clarify my theory on, on what I'm saying. These these events, they do serve to wake people up. And you guys with the podcast and you, know, you guys are waking people up. At, but it's like it, it's, a, it's a trickle. But I think I that once, this, once it does reach critical mass... And when that'll be, I don't know. There's a certain number of the population that once they have been awakened, it will like just the, the dam will break and yep. then you'll have like a great awakening when that'll happen. I don't if, if that'll even happen. I'm not sure, but we're just not there yet. And I don't think one event will do it. I think it's just a number of things constantly. Con- Every YouTube video, it's like yeah. half a person being <laughs> right. And, <laughs> and let me over. let me also add to that, that it's there are levels of waking up like. There are people that have now come to terms with the fact that they were deceived about COVID. But then there are also people that were waking up to the extent that we have where we are now extraordinarily skeptical of future, you know, events where we go, oh, now they're talking about fucking butt pox. Like, I'm not I'm not falling for this one. Um, Whereas some of those people that have woken up about COVID are not at that level of waking up where they're going to be skeptical early on about the next fear. You know, perfect example, Jesse Kelly, Jesse Kelly. Pretty, seems pretty woke, right? But then yeah. today he'll say something like, or yesterday, well, I think that well, woke in the good sense. In our, in our yeah, 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 awake. Oh, like before oh, they stole that word from us and before they fucking took the rainbow and all this shit. But yeah, so yeah. God gave us the rainbow and then God gave us the, the rainbow. Give it back, it fags. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. But yeah, he's, you know, he was like, yeah, we got to abolish the FBI. And he's like, woke, but then he kind of, he's, but maybe we could save it. And it's like there, there are still people like that and they still need to be slapped around a little bit more by the powers that be. So these events need to keep happening and maybe they'll wake up. I'm not sure. Then maybe did one I, day he'll did unlock I just sneeze on camera? I thought I had New Hampshire. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> All right. <laughs> now, so did I, I said, and then camera? maybe maybe one day he'll unblock LP New Hampshire. I was kidding. Well, those are the powers that be that need to slap people around. Yeah. LP and H. Slapping them around. <laughs> no, I sneezed and I looked down and the mute button wasn't hit and I thought it was. So I think I may oh. have to sneeze on the stream, but whatever. No. I was asking. Uh, I, I want to kind of shift to DeSantis because I think this has a lot of implications there. And, uh, and maybe I'm not going to say this is an apology, but this is, I guess, a minor concession and a, not even necessarily a concession because I've shit on. Uh, no, I don't even care about him enough to even remember his name right now. Uh, God, who is the Hector guy? Hector Roos. Yeah, him. Uh, the the one thing I said, uh, you know, the only bit of credit I gave him, I think, was that, and I won't even say necessarily credit. I said the only merit I can see in an LP, like in, in someone running uh, for under the LP banner in Florida, uh, running from the right, trying to like essentially disparage him, would be to defang him for to some extent. Obviously, you know. Uh, I mean, barring some crazy, you know, say Dave Smith moves to Florida and decides to run you know, specifically for that. Barring something crazy, they don't really have much power, but it'll do something. Uh, the only merit I could see for it was to defang him for like a presidential run. And I think, I think we are way closer to seeing a DeSantis run now. And I think I'm of the uh, position that he's basically the conservative Obama. And I think he is going to be fucking Ooh. awful. And it does horrify me 
how much even generic conservatives don't like, or good people. I think being good conservatives don't see that because they're so caught up in their love of him that they're like, Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Like, and even some people be like, well, I don't know. I want to have like another term, you know, or whatever, you know, run out of time in Florida. But a lot of them be like, yeah, I don't know. You know, fucking have him go, go be president later. And they're like, uh, no, he'd be the fucking worst. I, I, I think he'd be a fucking abhorrent president. I, I think he would, you know, I know some of his passings, he's a, uh, you know, uh, advocated for you know on the federal level or you know what's it whether it be war uh i think he may even have advocated for some of the fucking uh, stimulus stuff if i recall i I mean i'm a little fuzzy on that but i I don't think he would really in any way be anything great at all on a federal level so what what are you guys thoughts on that because now i'm I'm actually a little bit more Mm -hmm. like okay whatever hector maybe dial up the dial it up now with whatever little bit of power you got (laughs) i wrote a whole article about this um like so First of all, I don't care if DeSantis is governor of Florida. I don't live in Florida. And as far as governors go, he's been one of the better ones in the country for sure. Like, especially over the last two years, it's been ridiculous. But uh, as president, I think it'd be, like you said, absolutely awful. And I I basically look at him as a right-wing version of Obama because just like Obama was good on one really big issue, which was the Iraq war, um, you know, if you looked at the rest of his record, you could realize, okay, Obama's not going to be an anti-interventionist and he's not really going to stand up for civil liberties. And there's not really any reason we should put any faith or stock in this guy beyond being a junior senator from Illinois that, you know, just had some good pushback against the Iraq war. Basically, you think the exact same thing about DeSantis. Like, yeah, he was a governor who gave pushback against the Biden administration, not the Trump administration, by the way, but just the Biden administration with COVID. And, um, you know, like that has its value for sure. But I definitely don't think we should be lining up behind this guy, especially for president. Um, I mean, if you look at his congressional voting history, it's really bad, but not just the ones he voted for, the bills that he sponsored, that he wrote himself, like he introduced a ton of bills about like being more hawkish and putting more sanctions on Iran, uh, you know, giving more aid to Israel, uh, more weapons deals with Saudi Arabia, uh, more regime change in South America. I mean, he's just, he's awful. He's, he is a neocon on foreign policy and then on uh, surveillance too. I don't, I mean, maybe he's learned something in the last couple of years because of COVID, but, sort of doubt it um you know there's there's no area of presidential power where i would be comfortable with him being there um and on top of it i think the danger with him is that he's going to make people believe in the empire again so if you have someone who's Mm -hmm. like an awful piece of shit i want them to be visibly an awful piece of shit so like with biden in there right now he's awful and he doesn't have any good policies but everybody hates him and everybody's like fuck this guy they're not going to let him get away with anything because he's an obvious crook uh the same would be true if you had some other awful democrat or even like some awful republican but desantis has all the charisma all the charm and i think he's basically um He's basically just America taking a neoconservative pill again, and they'll be fine with, you know, going to war with Iran or, uh, you know, a Cold War with China more than we are now. Um, So I just think it's the exact opposite direction we should be going. I actually, you know, I think when you have a horrible president, you actually have a more conservative 
Congress. So like or, uh, when Trump was president during COVID, there were like three Republicans who would stand up to wasteful spending or disastrous bills. Now that Obama's uh, sorry, now that Biden's president, you have like Freudian basically slip. all the <laughs> Republicans opposing Biden, if you get DeSantis in there and you get Republicans, especially if they take the House and Senate and then you get DeSantis in 24, like, forget it. We're fucked. Like, there's not going to be any bottleneck on any legislation that we don't want because the Republicans are awful when they control everything. If they just have like the Senate or just the House or something and the Democrats have the other two, then the Republicans will actually be somewhat more oriented toward what we want. But I think if we want a secession movement or if we want people to not believe in the empire anymore. Like DeSantis is a hundred percent the wrong direction to go. I would rather have Trump than DeSantis just because he's such a, you know, such a buffoon. I think he kind of feeds into that image that I want people to have of the, uh, the United States and the American empire. And Biden has been very uh, instrumental in deconstructing our vision of the empire as well. Yeah. That's Let a me... great point. That's a good, go ahead, Clint. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, uh, that was quite the quite the takedown of DeSantis. So I'll, I'll make the defense of him. Um, <clears throat> for the record, I don't disagree with basically anything you said. But just to add some things that I think he would be much better on than Trump. Uh, if you're going to have someone in the White House that fights ESG in a meaningful fashion, <clears throat> yeah. DeSantis has a real opportunity to do that. Um, and and, and he guess. could do it. Yeah. Yeah, of they course. Guess. But but he has. No, I, mean, I, I it's think definitely just, not I mean, going to happen under Trump. But it could it could really it could happen under DeSantis if he's serious about it. He could not be. I have no fucking idea what his heart is, but he has he has the, the intellect to understand it. And he also has the uh, the intelligence to know how to operate within the system to get it done. So I think that could be good. I also think that, uh, you know, rolling back some of the, the uh, emergency orders from the covid era and, and hopefully reforming that so that it can't happen again. I think that's a possibility. Um, so those are like the only silver linings. Uh, the only reason, and by the way, if they don't reinforce this upcoming election, it will be Donald Trump or it will be DeSantis. Like that is our next president. I am a hundred percent convinced yeah. of that. There's no other competitor out there. There's no Democrat that can win. Oh, it could um, be Liz Cheney. She's got a pretty strong shot. Yeah, at right. it. Conspiracy you know, theory. I was, I was thinking about that today. She that was remind, a joke, by the way. Remind, you know, like a joke, but I was thinking about it like earlier today. And it reminds me so much of Biden. Like, do you not remember when Biden was going through like uh, the primaries or whatever and was, was like, everyone just thought he was a joke during that period of time. But then slowly over time, situation she, just she magically worked out. She, you know? You're telling me she's going to run as a Republican and no, win? No, not as a Republican, no. But okay. I mean, they you know, cheated as they a Democrat Biden or forward party. Third party is going to. But not only. I don't know. They could pull the same tricks on the right. I don't know. Not only did they cheat for Biden for the uh, for the general election in 2020, but in 2018, I remember the uh, what, the, like the Democratic primaries. What they did to Bernie Sanders. Do you guys remember this? Which yeah. year? I'm in, sorry, what year? Yeah, it was like they 2018. All dropped out on Super Tuesday. 2020. Yeah, Pete, Pete Buttigieg and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and Warren. Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. No, Elizabeth Warren stayed in to draw okay. votes away from Bernie, but That's Pete right. Buttigieg. Uh, yeah, Amy wild. Klobuchar, Mike Bloomberg. Um, Wait, what about? That's what I was getting at. But yeah, what about all... like Ohio? That was like I think there was a, a major state that like uh, if if you win this, uh, if you South win this... Carolina with Biden, like once he won South Carolina, they were like, okay, I guess Biden's our guy. Because before I got to that... pull up this article for you guys because there was an article yeah. that said like they they were talking about uh, the votes came in late at some point 
and they were like, oh, our, our, something's wrong with our voting system and all this. And uh, it was it was just a complete repeat of what happened in 2020, but it was on a minor scale. Right, and yeah. I think Biden Biden won that. And that would that swung that swung the primaries for him. Yeah, we, and it, it's just very strange. That, we can't that, underestimate that. the power the elites have. I, like, I think if you had told someone, uh, any Democrat that uh, the before the primaries that hey Biden's going to take this, they'd be like, "What? You're out of your fucking mind!" But like, and same thing with Liz Cheney. And but at the same time, both of them are the appointed, uh, you know, the appointed uh, of the elite or whatever. They're the chosen ones in their eyes. But, so but they're I, usually I mean, they're usually I, able I to know. to manipulate around the margins. It's not. They can't take some like if it's a two man race, which it fucking is in the GOP. You can't have some like you can't have Ted Cruz swoop in there and then just you know put all of your weight behind him with the media apparatus and then also manipulate the voting and expect him to to edge out a victory the way you know Biden or or uh, whoever did. You know, it's I, I just don't think it's feasible. It, it would become so obvious that they were manipulating the the voting that it would just be like flames. I mean, it's already kind of the so other. Obvious, really, the other you think it's that I, obvious? It's, it's pretty fucking obvious. obvious. Yeah, it's just everybody has to say like, "Oh, I'm, I have to preface it with, uh, well, while I think that there wasn't cheating, it does seem yeah. like it was." Yeah, I, I'm done with that. It it looks like bullshit to me. The whole thing looked like bullshit from the get go, and I, I don't know. I, I just get annoyed when people kind of dance around that. It's yeah. it was it was bullshit. Well, Most I know I know you feel that way, but I'm saying I'm saying in terms of like. The, the majority of oh, Republicans yeah. accepting the fact that, like, okay, our democracy is now a, a complete sham and it's an impossibility for us to ever win power. Like, I think it's going to have to be really, really egregious for them to do that. And, and it, this is what would be egregious enough. If, if you had someone that they really don't like that all 80, of a sudden starts to rally yeah. off all of these primary victories and all of a sudden you have Ted Cruz beating DeSantis and Trump, like, that just seems yeah. very un. On John Kasich 80, 81 million oh, yeah, John votes. Kasich, yeah. 81 million votes for a guy who stood in his basement wasn't egregious enough for conservatives <laughs> and they still say like while I still agree and uh, I agree with the election results I do think that we need more integrity to the left. it's all bullshit like you're just like you're just repeating what the left is telling you to repeat it was well, to I'll, me it was a lie I'll counter that a bit like I think there was fraud for sure there always is and I think there was more than usual but I am not surprised at all that they could fool a 81 million Americans into voting for Biden like I don't think that's a sticking point that they couldn't do that Americans are fucking retarded and everyone was home it was super easy to vote like you know before you wouldn't vote because you were at work or you'd have to get off work early or you'd have to like go to the polls like now they're mailing you your ballot and you, all you got to do is fill it in and drop it in a box or whatever. So okay, whether wait. or not, it, well, hold on. Point whether of, or not it was contention. Well, hold on. Have you, whether okay, let me finish my point. So whether or not it well, was James stolen, gone. No, I'm just kidding. The, <laughs> whether or not it was stolen, the point that there's no way 81 million people would vote for him. I don't think that's. I think that is not like the point that drives it home for me. Like I totally could see 81 million people. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if anything, I kind of lean towards that it was stolen in, in the in the sense of even in the explicit manner of, you know, dicking with votes. And maybe if we actually had a true count, uh, I kind of lean towards it probably was. But like, it's like, a well, what is know, it, 60, terms 40. matter? So like stolen means Trump won and they took it from him and gave it to Biden. Yeah. Fraud means they're OK, because lots of that's people. I'm saying the, I lean towards that, like probably like right. a, 55-ish out of 100, you know, kind of lean that way. I'm I'm not like, I'm definitely no one who would assert it, but, you know, but then once you add in all the other shit, all the fucking, you know, 
obviously all the fuckery that went on with uh you know like, covering uh, up of hunter biden's laptop that yeah, was enormous yeah that yeah, uh the, totally all the rigged. fucking social totally media rigged. shit that was like yeah. damn near like e- the even time, at the time it the was the time was, article you guys yeah, remember the time that? article yeah I yeah mean, it jesus I, it's still up there i read it the other day yeah. it's fucking amazing that they, these people still have the ner- great cover art for that article but jesus christ <laughs> i did i did so an entire episode are, with with maggie anders on that at the time and it was like it was so it was it was it actually reminds me uh today of watching that Sam Harris interview where it's just like, oh, the mask is off. Like they're gonna tell us what's up. And and I think that that's that's the main the primary reason I side with Reed on this topic is because I believe that it was manipulated in a, in a way that it yeah. it's kind of irrelevant what happened on election day. Because they they had taken four fucking years, five really, of programming the american people to be ready to vote for a democrat vote blue no matter who like they were yeah, going to do that totally. so as as absurd and, and super ridiculous fucking easy yeah and, and as embarrassing as joe biden is i still can believe that he got more votes on that day because of the four years of fuckery mm-hmm. that got him into that position but yeah i also think it's okay probably that that there's there definitely other. state get, manipulation going did on he there. get more votes so, did yeah he get more votes it doesn't matter if he got 81 million votes or 75 million votes to Trump 60, 63 or whatever. The the margin of error in the states that Trump lost, like Arizona, Georgia, um, Pennsylvania, it was super thin. And and I mean, when they ask Arizona in, in Maricopa County to like, like, we want to see the Dominion machines, like, I don't even think they, they've been able to review them still to this day. So, yeah, I have no faith in it. And it looks like complete bullshit to me. Didn't Pete Buttsuff think... have like weird connections to the Dominion shit? Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's why the Iowa caucus was so fucking weird because yeah. remember, I don't know if you remember, but they yeah. they said he won for like a week, and then they're like, "Oh no, actually, Bernie won like right before New Hampshire voted." But I just wanted to throw in like the terms really matter. So rigged, mm. stolen, and fraud, because like I will say, I will tell people I'm not convinced it was stolen, and then they'll be like, "What are you saying? There was no fraud." Well, no, of course there was fraud. Oh, and then so. they'll say, what are you saying? It wasn't rigged. And well, no, of course it was rigged. Like Clint just laid <laughs> out. It was definitely rigged. There was definitely fraud. When you say it was stolen, that explicitly means Trump got more votes and then they took them from Trump and gave them to Biden. That's the part I'm not convinced of. I, yes. And the re- another huge reason I didn't buy it right away when everyone was saying it is because that was the claim before election day, long before election day. If I don't win, it was stolen. And then like all the Republicans you talk to, they'd say, oh, Trump's going to win in a landslide. And even before I was like, I don't know, guys, I don't know if he is going to win in a landslide because they've been cramming this propaganda down people's throats. They've right. made it super fucking easy to vote. I'm not convinced Trump's going to run away with it. And everyone was like, no, you're nuts. You're crazy. If Trump doesn't blow it out, they definitely stole it. And then, of course, you know, it was super close. And then it was before the votes were even done counting. It was just like, oh, it's stolen. It's stolen. But, you know, so I don't know. Like, I'm just I'm not I mean, I if if it could be proven to me that it was stolen, that's not like a religious uh, cornerstone being pulled from my belief system or something like, OK, they did. You know, I'd believe it. It's just I feel like it's really sloppily claimed that that's what happened when people are, you know, mixing those three terms together and then also they just like don't they straight up don't think it's possible that Joe Biden could have won the election. And I totally do because people are moronic and there was so much propaganda and all these articles coming out, all the 
cover up by the FBI of Hunter Biden, all this shit, it totally leads to a sensible place where Joe Biden <laughs> wins the election against all odds because it's just so stupid. So I don't know. That's kind of where I sit. I, I do want to say with all that, I I think, too, the, the thing a lot of people need to realize, if you're focusing on the stolen aspect, I, I completely grant. I actually lean towards it. It probably was personally. Uh, you know, but and it's not a strong, probably. Like I said, it's like from the 50 to 60 ish percentage. Like I'm, 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 I'm on the exact margins. same as you. Yes. But but the point is, it's not a slam dunk, whereas you have another slam dunk argument of the aspect of all the other fuckery that went on, all the fucking uh, collaboration between the government and all the social media companies. That's, all the that's why things. it's such a mistake to vote, to, to focus exclusively on the election theft. Yeah. Because you, you can should, you should be focusing on the incredible apparatus that is set yes. against you every yes. step of the way, every day, every minute of every day to yeah. both censor you and your opinions <clears throat> on every social media platform to investigate things that are very criminal in nature of you know Republican candidates while cover actively covering up from both yeah. the news. The news apparatus, as well as the the you know enforcement arm of the state, be it the FBI or whoever's investigating this shit, they cover it up on every level. It's incredible what you're up against. So like, it's just I think it's a huge mistake to just go. Trump had it stolen from him. Like, just you have to you have to realize that you're dealing with a hugely. All right, so I, I have to make this note real quick. There, the reason that I believe that it would be so hard for them to to rig the primaries in the in the Republican uh, primary is that. And don't take this as me defending Republican voters, because obviously they voted for John McCain over fucking Ron Paul. They're idiots. But they, they did. They they uh, over the past two years, they have suffered so tremendously. I find it very hard to believe uh, with the amount of popularity and belief and faith that they have in both Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis that anyone else could possibly in a legitimate fashion win that primary. It just doesn't seem feasible to me. It just seems I don't know. So what do you weird, think about though? like uh, Jeb Bush? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> there is something Please weird clap. though i don't know what part she's gonna play but i just my once again my conspiracy spider sense is tingling and i just feel like something is going on with liz cheney like there's no way this many elites are that like really think she's a genuine like, i don't know what role they want her to play but i think they're priming her for some role that will be influential they're, in some they're way. priming her for why. they're priming her for reliable sources yeah. there you go all right, so let's bring up a CNN. super chat. Uh, uh, ben Heckman, having an internal monologue is essential to being able to wake up. I agree. I talk to myself all the time. That way I can talk to a real nigga. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, are there uh, actually people that don't have inner monologues? I just find that yes, very hard to believe. There are. There are. I've, I've seen people that, like, you know, you'll walk into a room, no TV on, no music, and they're just sitting there. And I'm like, what are you thinking about? And they say nothing, and I'm like, that's fucking <laughs> crazy. Dude. Talk, it's amazing that she was up. on Steven Crowder. Did you see that? I didn't watch it because I don't care. Yeah, I, but... <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch it either. I watched yeah. like two minutes of it. I was just like, this is <laughs> cool. We'll, we'll I don't I didn't even I don't know if this is like a ribbing or if this is sincere. I can't tell. I don't know. I think it's a ribbing for sure. There's another Love to our only fans. To All right. Barbie, Barbie, do not do too many benzos. It's dangerous. Hell yeah, dude. You know, that's how that's how you get the nookie though, dog. Uh, um, offer knave. <laughs> I like uh, this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, remember when Hillary and the deep state got together to war game like an RPG scenario where where Trump refuses to step down? It would be cool to see libertarian thinkers do something like that for 2024. Oh, so this is this is another reason I don't even necessarily think Trump actually believes it was stolen because I remember 
because I actually thought Biden was going to win in October. I was like, because uh, I thought all through 2019, Trump is totally going to take this again. And then like in April of 2020, I was like, you know what? Peter Schiff might be right. Maybe Trump is going to lose this one. And then as time went on, I got I started thinking that more and more. But then right before the election, I was like, there's no fucking way Trump wants to be president again right now. Like after all this money we've printed, the country just going to shit like I would totally want to lose this election, but Trump does not lose well. Like he can't lose. He's Trump. So what's he going to do? And then I it suddenly clicked. I was like, oh, my God, if you just say you didn't lose and go out kicking and screaming, but eventually like sign all the paperwork and let the presidency go to Joe Biden and let this disaster take place, because it didn't even matter. I mean, Biden's definitely made it fucking worse, but it didn't matter who was sitting in there the following years after 2020 were going to be a fucking disaster after printing all that money off after locking everyone in their house and everything. D so to me, that was I, like domestically, I agree with you, but there's a real distinct possibility that we are not arming Ukraine in the way that we are. If Trump had won that. Presidency. Uh, maybe, but he was, I, I, I I'll, I'll concede that point, but I'm just saying if you were president in October, 2020, you know, Holy shit. Next year is going to suck regardless well, no, of no, no, no. sitting there. No. So most intelligent people would know that. Yeah, I do sure. not believe that Trump actually knew. <laughs> I don't that. know Trump. I don't know. Before no, he I ran, disagree. He, he made a lot of straight like like okay, Trump is an idiot. I'll give you that. But he's smart in certain select ways. He's smart in branding, and I actually think in a lot of senses economically, he's pretty smart. Because I I can't yes. give you any examples, but I do remember before he ran, he made a lot of like he said a lot of like libertarian shit before he was ever running stuff that really showed he kind of knew what he was talking about economically. So I think. Yeah. So a what the fuck happened to him in 2020? Yeah, it's so funny. He, he, he was, was saying like we need to raise interest rates, and then he gets in there and he's gonna he's threatening to fire Powell because he won't yeah, drop interest exactly. rates to zero quickly enough. Yeah, he's like, and he's and he's not vetoing. He's fucking rubber stamping every every bailout bill during COVID. I mean, I'm sorry, but like maybe yeah. he is more intelligent economically, but his behavior during the last year of his he's presidency was so egregious. Like I, I don't know. I, I just think, think, I think, I think that, smart that people realize that's a good way to get your head taken off. You start fucking with the money. So I don't know. That yeah. shows his that shows his character. Uh, the last two years in office, not not necessarily his his economic prowess. Yeah. yeah. Have you you guys read his book with uh Robert Kiyosaki? You wrote yeah. a book with him. Okay, that's that's like the rich dad, poor dad. Uh, oh, I know uh, who guy. Kiyosaki is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and they they talk about. I think it's called. Uh, uh, something about gold Midas touch, but they talk about the gold standard. He knows what he's talking about economically, at least whenever this was written. Bro, you think he wrote that ago. motherfucking book? Come on. No, I think I think he knows. Do you think he I knows? Think, dude, I do. Th I think Trump yeah. is an idiot in a lot of ways, but he definitely knew a lot and just turned the other way when he became president. Like if you go, I was when I was writing this most recent article I put together, I was going back to the 2016 debates and watching some foreign policy shit, and when he was talking about what's going on in Syria. It's like, okay, this dude knows some fuckeries going on there. He knows, like, these guys that were arming against Assad are not good. And he knows that, um, you know, Crimea was a secession more than it was an invasion of Russia. Right. It was more Crimea wanting to leave Ukraine and join. Like, he says a lot of shit that you're like, this guy does know some stuff. Well, but once he gets in, he's just completely gutless. He, al he also knew that the lockdowns were dangerous yeah. uh, economically. But but he never exactly, stood up yeah. there and said no, we not. we are reopening like yeah. we are reopening now. He never said that. It's no. so crazy to me that yeah, like he's just gutless. <laughs> it's fucking wild.
Yeah, I, I think this really goes to show that like anyone has this idea that a president is going to do really like I, I've said before, I think one of the worst things that could happen, like say for the libertarian movement, is if we got like a guy in the presidency, it's, at least at this given juncture, like say something crazy happened and Dave Smith gone there. Uh, I love Dave. Uh, I mean, I but I think if he really followed through with all the shit he, was, he talks about, I think he'd probably get a fucking bullet in the head or something. Or they'd get he'd get fucking threatening fucking photos of his family or some weird shit. And I'm not even I don't think that's even going into coop territory whatsoever. So I think no, that that's kind either. of what we're getting at with Trump. Like I don't know what was going on behind the scenes, or if he just is you know hit a hip to the you know shit enough to know like hey, there's certain shit I can't fuck with. But like you look at money, you look at foreign policy. He tried to do a little bit. It seems like with foreign policy, we didn't really do anything like that great. Uh, well, but, dude, he's you know? been on Epstein's plane seven times. He's been to Epstein's properties. Virginia Giffray and Maria Farmer both have eyewitness accounts of him being on the properties. So they definitely have shit on I, him. I have never but... heard a single person say, eyewitness or otherwise, that Trump was actually sleeping with any of those girls. Have well, you... no, no, no. It, just eyewitness at the properties, like, <laughs> as far as... Oh, I know, but with... isn't that fascinating, though, that, like, there's never been anyone that's actually been able to pin one of those on him? Pin one of the what? The one of the, one of the fucking or... sex slaves. Teflon Don. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know, like... I mean, even about, like, some of the other people who have been to the properties, a lot of them... I mean, like Prince Andrews obviously fucked, he got like fucking he, popped, yeah. But did Bill Clinton have an actual Epstein victim say that they were raped by him? There I were definitely was... implicating photos and shit like that with him. Yeah, with with, with yeah. Them. I've but never heard never anything like that. Testimony. I don't know, so I don't know if there's a like an actual Ryan would be ashamed of me right now, but I don't know if there's like an actual victim who accused Bill Clinton of raping her or if they no, all just I'll got grant killed. You that, yeah, yeah. Most of, most of them we don't. We don't yeah. know the names of, so it's it's uh that's weird. But all that to say, like they can't go. I wrote an article about this too. They can't fucking go after Trump for that because the entire FBI and most of the Democrats are complicit in those crimes as well. And then he yep. also couldn't use it against Hillary or you know any of his opponents because then he goes down with that ship too. So mm -hmm. that's something that. Well, like maybe once he got maybe in he, there, if he's guilty of it, then he can't use it. But if he's not guilty, he could. But right. then you go back to the assassination threats. And if he's going to really blow the whistle on a hundred of the most powerful pedophiles, uh, he's going to die. You know, yeah. like it's kind of a given. Yeah. yeah. Dude, Trump is like, he could be so good. Think about it. Like if he. Oh, I know. If, if he <laughs> That's were, why like, I hate him so much. I know. Been so good. Dude, that's the same thing. Like it, imagine if like Ron Paul were in Trump's body, like Ron Paul's brain and soul inside Trump. It would have been Aren't they the same age. Why not? I mean, why not no. just imagine Ron Paul? Yeah. Trump's going to be 80. So Trump's going to be yeah, 80. They're, they're basically the same age. Yeah. 80 yeah. years older than him. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, I think the better question to ask here that no one is asking is who is Trump going to run as his vice president? That seems really important. If the guy's going to take office at 80, who's going to be the guy underneath him? It's going to be some awful choice again. Dude, people yeah, are like, oh, Trump, Trump has learned. Trump has learned. He just fucking got behind Oz in, where is that, Pennsylvania? Yeah. He, just, fucking... he just endorsed a, a Democrat in New York. Did he? Yep. That's weird. But Dr. Oz, weird. like, talk about the fucking worst fucking endorsement choice. Like, I don't know. I don't think he's learned his lesson at all. So he'll choose, like, Mike Pompeo as his running mate or something awful. Like, or uh, who's uh, who used to be... Um, the UN ambassador to the Nikki Haley. Haley. He'll choose Nikki Haley as his vice president. 
That'd actually be fucking, a smart move. Yeah. See, I I don't I don't <laughs> agree. Part, you know, for, I don't agree with you guys on that. It, like he, you're right. He hasn't learned his lesson in terms of his endorsements, but. There was also that other time where he endorsed someone in his state, and they both they all had the name of Dan. So he just said, "I endorsed Dan," and then there was like there was like three Dans that are all were like, "Well, thanks for the endorsement, Trump." Like he's just <laughs> he's just he's sloppy with that shit. But like his experience with uh, Pence, I can't imagine that he's actually going to fucking run with a, a scumbag again that that'll backstab him. Like he's gonna like if if he's serious, if he's not a total insider who's pl- like controlled op playing playing the heel, um, there's no way that he doesn't put. Uh, like all confidants around him all the time. Like that's the only I way, especially after the FBI will. comes after. Him. I think, I think it's hard to state one way or the other with Trump, whether he learned his lesson. Cause everyone always brings that and they go on about how like, for example, he just got raided he, by the FBI, bro. You think, <clears> like, yeah, uh, and, and all the other shit as well. But I think my point I'm getting is everyone points to how he, 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 you know, he, he, you know, with like bluster, he goes on about all the great things he did. And a lot of it's shit that we're like, dude, that wasn't good. But you, we also got to keep in mind, Trump is Trump. He's extremely prideful individual. He's never going to admit when he's wrong. But I think there is a small chance on the inside he's like, okay, I'm not doing that again. But I don't think he would ever, 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 ever admit it just because of who Trump is. The only the only reason I, I prefer Trump over – well, obviously, I, I wanted to say this in Florida. But the only reason I would prefer him more than DeSantis besides like the neocon leaning and all that stuff – is I know that Trump is going to get in there and just be a fucking bull in a china shop this time. I'm a, and and you know people say, "Oh, well last time he said he's going to build the wall, he said he's going to do this and that," but there's nothing for him to lose. He's an 80-year-old man. They have scorned him in the worst way possible. I just I just want the candidate in there that that will go in there and just fucking wreck shop. And I think that I, I I agree with Top on that. Um and the reason I like Trump more than DeSantis is because I think Trump only cares about himself, which is not good sometimes, but it also can be weaponized to be better. Like, I think DeSantis legitimately is a Zionist and a neocon. I don't think Trump really is. I don't think Trump really gives a shit about any of it. He's just kind of like, whatever, like talk me into do it, I'll do it. But his tendency is to do whatever is going to better himself. So I think there is a chance that what Top's saying, if he gets in there, and if he's just like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to die soon. I just want to have a legacy and go out with a bang and just fuck everyone over who fucked me over. That'd be pretty great. So there's a small chance that could happen. Man, I'm 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 not at all confident that that Trump gets in there and wreck shop because. Well, me uh, neither. Don't get me wrong. I don't think it'll happen. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, <laughs> there's okay, a slight okay. chance. There's no, well, no chance DeSantis would do that. I don't think. See, this this is why I believe that they can't they can't let Trump win again. Um, because I think that it will, they will ultimately decide that if he gets in there, he will be the existential threat that they pretended he was during his first term. And, and knowing that they would probably take him out. And if they take him out, then there's civil war. So I don't think they want that. I don't think they want to go down that path. So they would rather cut him off at the pass, put in someone that's workable, that will still allow for the military industrial complex to, to work, which would be DeSantis. I think that that's that's the natural like if I was gaming this system, which yeah. is obviously a game system, I would be like, okay, we're going to continue to badmouth DeSantis in a similar fashion to the way we did Trump to raise his profile amongst the right to get his ass in there, so that w- once we concoct some charges against Trump, there is still a secondary, you know, love child of the right that we can now elevate to the presidency and uh, hopefully cool the but- tensions while continuing to roll out all of the. Uh, domestic spying apparatus to to go after you know quote unquote domestic extremism like 
that that to me seems like well, the most logical. You, you're describing yeah. their strategy in 2016. Yeah. 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 But, and but that, is it, is it any not. different now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, well, well, I, I, well, I, I, no, no, that's other... not. Not, no, I'm saying I'm saying that they would get they would they yeah. would usher DeSantis. Into no, the I, I agree with you. I think that's exactly what they would want to do. And then that also answers the question: Why are they finally trying to like actually get rid of Trump? Because I feel like all the other times they were definitely trying to delegitimize him, but I don't think they thought any of the impeachments were actually going to oust him or get him out of there. And then this latest attempt seems like it is like okay, we're actually serious this time, and we want to get him. It's because now they have another boogeyman because before they didn't, they've just made everything about Trump. So it's just Trump's the most evil Hitler bad guy that's ever existed. And they had like no other boogeyman to point to, but now they've got DeSantis who tried to kill all the grandmas in Florida. So he's their next guy that they could be like, okay, now we have to stop DeSantis because he's going to, you know, kill everyone with COVID well, and, or something. And also his, his activism, you know, political activism against the, uh, the woke ESG, corporations, yeah. as well as the woke uh, schooling curriculum, mm -hmm. he is he is now Satan to many of these people because yeah. they've been so indoctrinated into progressive sexual ideology. So yeah. I think that that he, but he's like a manageable foil, whereas yeah. Trump is an unmanageable one. So that's why I think it's DeSantis. Yeah. And, and DeSantis yeah. will still get all their major shit in. And I think in their head, it's like, uh, okay, yeah, the the right the right will take over in a sense, but it will also give them. Yeah, you're right. He's this hated figure of the left. Uh, and, and he will use, like you said, be a good foil and that way they can kind of like, you know, lick their wounds, build power back up while not actually really taking any sort of real loss because all the major yeah. shit they want to get pushed through will still get pushed through under DeSantis. Yeah. Just maybe not the same rate to which they, they, they could probably get more wars pushed through yeah. with not, the Republican a, president. He's not yeah. a threat to the institutional power. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I like the powers that be on the left. I don't think that they care about a lot of the stuff that like, uh, I don't think they care about abortion. I don't think they care about, uh, I don't know, like gay rights and shit like that, which DeSantis oh, will be outspoken against or at least saying, you know, right, right leaning things. They don't give a shit if if he maintains their institutional power or at least leaves it alone. So, like, you know, let, let bygones be bygones. They'll, they'll be cool with that. Yeah, yeah. dude, and, I don't think and Trump, DeSantis Trump would not let bygones be bygones if he if he gets in there after what they've done trump is going he's going directly at the after the institutional power i i think i mean i don't i don't see how and it's not it's not just about like I it's wish. not about principle he has no principles it's about it's about it's ego ven, now. It's, it's vendetta they, yeah they went they broke into his gold safe it's yeah that, and I'm yeah but do you think <laughs> i don't think it's going to be anti-institutional it's just going to be the people in those institutions and then he's just going to replace them with I mean, maybe he's learned his lesson a little bit. I just I just know Trump and knowing Trump, he hasn't learned his lesson. So he might hate Christopher Ray now and be like, yeah, that was a bad appointment I made. And he might hate Merrick Garland. But I feel like that's where it ends. He doesn't say, wow, we re really need to uh, like crack down on the FBI's authority. It's just, OK, fuck Merrick Garland and fuck Christopher Ray. Now I'm going to put, you know, who's he that what's it true. and what. Yeah. You know, that's kind of. Oh yeah, I he's not gonna. He's it. not gonna try to destroy the FBI by any means. No. that's for sure. Yeah, I mean. It's, well, I mean, if he doesn't run on that, then he won't. He won't uh, win any affection from me. I. I. That's <laughs> honestly like that's the only thing that I care about is like whoever I'm gonna vote for, if I'm gonna vote at all, is going to be someone who openly espouses abolition of the the surveillance apparatus, domestic surveillance apparatus, and and the entire police apparatus at the federal level. Like it has to go. It has to go. 
So Jose, what did you think about Alex? I don't. Did you see my episode with Stein where we were talking about um, Gavin Newsom twenty twenty four? That might be the best way to kick off secession. Did you see that whole thing? Or I think I only caught a few pieces of that uh, interview. <laughs> I didn't watch the whole thing. So we were I arguing the that the best way to actually get a secession movement going is get like Gavin Newsom and uh, I forget who we said the other guy would be. Um, oh, I'd rather like Biden get reelected to be honest. Yeah, That'd just awesome. fucking push it off a cliff, or yeah, I, I yeah. Well, <laughs> I know it sounds accelerationist, but I think accelerationist is the wrong way to look at it. I think when well, it I, slows Congress it, down because they'll gridlock. Yeah. Like that's and, my I, whole point. Also, on top of that, there are going to be you know you look at you know we we've been talking about DeSantis a lot, like all the shit he did in Florida. I think that would only accelerate more stuff like that. So, and in yeah, a good way. I, I, so, I don't. I don't think that there's equal and opposite reactions. So. There is no. There is no one more accelerationist than Donald Trump. If he get. If he gets in there, it'll be. I think it'll be almost impossible that we see the end of his second term without like crazy violence in this country. Like, I mean, but okay, that's but that's like I don't in know, my dude, the head, liberals the are so like acceleration. Whereas the acceleration I'm yeah. talking about is like you have somebody like a Biden figure and putting down like trying to shove shit down the throat of like conservative and rural areas. And it makes them way more apt to be like, fuck you. No. Uh, whereas you have somebody like a Trump and when they do bullshit, they just go, OK. And like, yeah, he pisses off the left. But, but like and it's but I'm fun, saying that they haven't but... they haven't proven the right wing has not proven to be violent at all. The left has proven no. to be tremendously violent. Right. So right. But if you the... have a second a second term of Trump. I would expect the left to go fucking insane, like actually that, that, insane. This goes yep. back to like Jose's OKC series, though, because one of the things that Richard Booth said that really sticks with me is that he was like he, when he when he was talking about uh, uh, Jesus, I'm forgetting his name. Uh, the guy who knocked down the, the building in OKC. Uh, McVeigh. McVeigh. Yeah, yeah. he's talking about McVeigh. I think I think uh, uh, Justin commented and he was like really scornful when he's talking about him. He said. McVeigh's actions basically under undermined the entire militia movement that was mm. that was festering in the United States because of Ruby Ridge and Waco, and that was like it was blossoming. Yes, uh, but fester. <laughs> if you're the feds, it's festering. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. yeah uh, and he's like, that's like his biggest gripe with what McVeigh did. It kind of like took that took that whole pretense out, delegitimized and- it. That yeah, was the yeah. entire op, as far as I'm concerned. That's the whole reason that it that it happened. Yeah, that's why I'm so that. concerned about it, like an OKC two of some sort. But yeah, I, mean, so I, I yeah, I I like a dissident right more than a dis. So like I, I think the left just always sucks, and the right sucks when they're in charge. So I tend to like when the left's in charge because then at least the right is good. Because when the right is in charge, they suck, and the left under them also sucks. Um, except for like under Bush for a couple years, there was a short period of time where they were actually like a little bit principled, but yeah. for the most part, they're never a help to us when there's some bad right winger in there, right? Like the left under Trump was completely useless. There wasn't like this anti-war, uh, you know, anti, uh, civil, uh, anti, uh, surveillance movement or something on the left. It was all about his mean tweets and, you know, he was a Putin puppet and, you know, this, that and the other thing. That was all the left cared about. It was just all. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day to find out more. 
visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Stupid shit where the right under Obama, at least a lot of like the dissident right wingers, not so much the neocons who were like, oh, Obama needs to show more strength against Assad or whatever. But like most of like the right wingers that we could ally with, they were all upset about the spending, the civil liberties abuse. And then the same thing under uh, Biden now. They're upset about Biden spending money. They're upset about Biden, you know, passing mandates and stuff. So I just typically like it when it's that way more, because then at least we have a clear ally against the authority and things are a little bit worse when the Democrats are in charge. But you have like no clear ally because or sorry, when um, you have no clear ally when the Republicans are in charge because they don't help us at all. They just turn into the Democrats, basically, and the Democrats don't help us against the Republicans. So mm. I don't know. That's kind of. Top, you, you had more of a point I think you were leading to, didn't you? Or did you, did you lose it already? Oh, um, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. You're good. You're yeah, good. I was saying, yeah, another another four years of Biden would, would definitely strengthen the right-wing movement. Or it's like, I don't, I don't know if people will yeah. start, form, to start to form malicious. Who knows what would happen if he gets elected again? But like, like Jose was talking about, an OKC 2.0 or like a 9-11, that is, that is something to be really aware of. And how do you cut that off at the pass? I don't, I don't know. Well, can I? Do you want me to nuke your channel, Jose? I don't. Get <laughs> okay. I've never um, gotten a strike once, so. You know, people don't bring up COVID in the way that they should, in my opinion. Like, people bring up 9/11, they bring up OKC, they bring up all these other like uh, examples of blatant government fuckery to you know serve the uh, their the powers that be to you know suppress the uprising of you know common american people and to you know elevate themselves i think i think that trump easily wins re-election even with all the reinforcing everything else if covid doesn't happen we now have hard evidence that fauci was funding it in wuhan that it was covered up the the release of it is it, you you can't get any hard uh you know understanding as to what transpired the the timing of it is perfect it's fucking seven months before the election right so it's just enough time for the the pain and suffering to kind of be at its at its fucking apex, right? And 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 the the level of confusion that's that's going on, right? Right as the election's happening, it also allows for the mail-in voting. I mean, in hindsight, it becomes in, like extraordinarily obvious to me that this was rolled out like in part. Certainly, it, it benefited multiple organizations during that time, but I think it's fair to assume that it was done in order to get rid of Trump. And I know that a lot of people poo-poo that idea. They go, they would never do that. They would never release a fucking global pandemic or any of that shit. But tell me I'm crazy. Well, it, I don't think happened, it's ridiculous it that... Go ahead. It happened It happened right when he, uh, right when he uh, put sanctions on China. I'm just going to say that. Mm -hmm. Go back. Go back and take a look. No, yeah, you're right. I don't know if uh, Trump was the root cause for all of that. If we're going to go super conspiratorial, but I do think he played a part because I know with like the like a lot of the uh, like the conspiracy stuff people bring up a lot. A lot of times it points to they were already kind of planning on it or something along those lines, like Agenda Twenty Thirty. They had plans, and I think Trump did upset the the order to some extent, to where not like. But it they plays wanted. perfect. It plays perfectly into those plans because yeah. Trump is a speed bump to them, so they get to alleviate themselves of that issue. As well as you know, increase all of these other uh, yeah. you know spying apparatus when it comes to you know your 
um, the mandates so that you didn't have the fucking speed pass on your phone, which China now you have a bank run all over the fucking country and yeah. no one can get their money out. And it's all because they have now uh, signed up for these health passes. It's fucking crazy, dude. No matter so how you it, feel about it, Trump, he was he was a speed bump because they do have like Agenda 2030. Read that. And he he did slow that down. But I think COVID did increase it exponentially. So they're probably right back on track. Exactly. They caught up with it. Yeah. So you think they wouldn't have done it at the time they did it if Hillary had become elected president? You think it? I do not. I mean, it doesn't surprise me at all that they would do it. It just surprises me they would bother to focus it around Trump when it's a global. My, my theory thing. is he just sped it up. I think they just sped it up. Exactly. Like that's where they're like, we need to do it now. That's why it was here. so sloppy too, because yeah, I think exactly. that the intention the intention was. That, the, that Hillary was going to be the president during that period. They assume that that maybe she doesn't win re-election because ultimately, like who who the president is of the United States is the the greatest you know decider in terms of how rapidly they can roll out this plan. Trump is a hindrance to that plan, so they then have to speed up their plans to to roll out whatever COVID or whatever the fuck they they had as backup plans. One to make sure his... that he gets out, and it also adds into the whole uh, you know Great Reset like plan like in a very sincere fashion it really added a lot of weight to that so i don't know man i know i sound i know i sound crazy trump's no no (laughs) i I listen i'm right i'm crazy too but in i think in 2017 (laughs) trump trump said and it's always stuck with me he said uh they're not they're not after me they're attacking me but they're after you right and i'm like every every year that goes by (laughs) yeah every year that goes by i'm like yeah you're right they weren't after him. They're after you. He's he's just in their way, and he's not he's not like protecting us and doing everything in like the libertarian sense. But he slowed them down enough for them to be aggravated. So and we're, we're living. With I'm going to make a bold statement here. I think if Hillary had been president, we wouldn't have locked down as much, and I, I think we would have had a Republican Senate majority and a House majority still Republican that was strongly against. COVID- COVID doesn't happen if Hillary's president. I really yeah. believe that. Maybe. Well, I'm, say, I'm I saying they if it did. It was going to happen that way. Let's I think say they may did. have thought that. Let's say it did happen anyway, though. I don't think we would have locked down to the extent we did. I think in a lot of ways, the Trump presidency enabled a ton of the lockdowns, not from anything he did, specifically legislatively, but just the fact that he was the guy in charge. And 100%. he was like, okay, we're going to do this. All the Republican, not all of them, but a lot of them, kind of took it lying down. If Hillary had been president and was like, you motherfuckers can't go to church anymore, they would have been like, <laughs> bitch, yeah, get out of the chance. way. You know, like they, so I don't know. In a lot of ways, I think Trump was kind of a silver platter to the, you know, the whole lockdown agenda because well, th- he was this like is why, a painkiller almost. Yeah, this is why I believe that they, they will do anything in their power to prevent him from becoming president again because even if he's not on our side, quote unquote, he will be such a hindrance to them getting to that 2030 agenda. They can't have it. They just can't have it. So I don't see any way they allow him to become the next president of the United States. A perfect option is DeSantis because DeSantis is like, he's going to get in there and the the right will totally go back to sleep. A hundred percent Betty by time if DeSantis is in there. So uh, that makes me really nervous. And and for that reason alone, you know, I'm kind of rooting for Trump. Um, here's a total sideball question. Same. Uh, but uh, I, I was curious, what if it is, what if it gets down, like say, say this FBI raid doesn't turn up anything or they back off or whatever they found isn't adequate enough to prevent Trump from running. Trump 
wipes the floor with DeSantis because I think he probably would if the uh, primaries were legitimate. Yeah, and then you have survives all this. Yeah, they'll he'll come right. back with the second win. But yeah, go on. Yeah, oh for sure. I'm not I mean, sure. They're... I'm not sure about that. The whole I don't think he'll wipe the floor right, dude. No, no, no. I don't think he'll wipe the floor with DeSantis. I don't think Trump he will. will. I, I he will. I, I think, think so. he will if he gets through this, in a, especially if he gets through it in like a Trumpian fashion, just yep. bulldozes through it. I think he will come through with even more support. This I agree with you. Yeah. I think prior he'll to win, the FBI I don't. Raid, no, got, prior to the got, FBI raid, it would have been a close a close race in my opinion. Yeah, yes. Post-FBI raid, I think Trump fucking walks with it. That's my honest opinion. But anyways, I'm just going to throw out a number. I read an article of something like 80% of Republicans want him to run. Yep. They are. They have never. Yeah. They, there has never been a higher favorability or support rating amongst Republicans for Donald Trump than after that FBI raid. That's the truth. Um, so, anyways, that's not the point that I was trying to make. The point I was trying to make is say, say it is Biden is like obviously he can't he can't do this anymore. So they go, okay, we got to move on. Kamala despised by everyone, including on the left. Like there, she's just a joke. So they go. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's newsome. I don't know who the fuck it is. Some some new shiny thing. Hold on, on hold Democrats. on. I have a conspiracy theory. And this is crazy. It's going to come out of left field. Derek Jeter. I don't know anything about his politics, but I'm looking at this motherfucker right now. He's been radio silent since he retired his entire Yankee career. I, I love the guy. Biracial angel. Biracial angel. He checks all the boxes. Done nothing wrong in his life. He's now very active on social media. He's, he's telling you about his life and stuff. And I'm like, either he's making a business or he's running for political office. And in yeah. what capacity, I don't know. But go well, ahead, Clint. Keep going. Vin, Vin Armani's been saying that about Matthew McConaughey, that he's he's the guy that's being groomed for that spot. I think he blew his load already, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Derek Jeter's the guy. I'm telling yeah. you. <laughs> or it could The Rock. It could be fucking... It could, there's a ton of people that could that could hop in here that no one's even like really thinking of. Um, so say they get some shiny new thing, because it's going to need to be something shiny and new if they're going to have a chance of winning a legitimate election against whoever the Republicans are, because people are so upset with the Democrat... Uh, rule right now so i think that it comes down to uh oh my god what was my point trump trump is is running and whoever the fuck the shiny new thing is and it's 45 45 that's that's where the polling's at and dave fucking smith is polling at six percent best we've ever done he's crushing it he's on all the biggest podcasts the world is a <laughs> is a, a a flame everyone's talking about the libertarian party most people are still saying third party can never win third party can no, never win but we're polling, we're polling within the margin of difference. And Trump turns to him and he says, I want you to be my VP. <laughs> I know I know it's crazy. I know it's crazy. But tell me it's not a possibility. Are you trying to get Dave killed? Dave Smith has to tell Brian McKay to delete all the episodes that he says he he uh, he supports Trump being arrested for being a war criminal. <laughs> so I'll, I'll tell you, I'll reassess Trump in 2024 if he is going to cause more hysteria than staying with a Democrat. Then I'll like reconsider. I, I, I wouldn't be like a hundred percent against hoping he wins, you know, like if like, I I'm just not convinced that the hysterical left is any help. Like I, I just, I think the, the dissident right is more of a force that actually changes things like the hysterical left. They don't actually change anything. Like everyone's just like, "Oh my God, shut up!" Until they start burning shit, like they did 
it would be. Don't really you want to see that girl scream again? Oh my god! I do, that? but it doesn't do anything for us. Like oh, other I than the, I want other than Biden just the glee of watching. I'm not it, even kidding. You know, I want another Biden presidency. Think about how glorious all the dementia that's... moments will be in a second presidency. Dude, that's what oh. I'm. But like the amount of restructuring. <laughs> I've, got, I've, got I've got enough of the dementia moments. I'm kind of. I'm Think of like like I compare felt bad what. At first, but I love it now. Compare Tyler, what Tyler right wing states. Oh, compare God. what right wing states have done under Biden to what left wingers did under Trump. Like left wingers, they were just crying and, you know, wearing their pussy hats and out protesting in front of the White House or whatever. The Republicans under Biden, they've like restructured their states and made legitimate changes to how things are done. The left doesn't really do that, you know, based on a Republican president. You know, maybe it's just my nostalgia. Like 2016 was such a fun time. I don't know what you guys were doing, but I was in Alaska. It was great. I was on Facebook. I was looking at my friends fucking meltdown. And it's just like before COVID, (laughs) anything before COVID makes me feel warm and cozy. So I kind maybe maybe it's like my fucked up brain, but I'm like, I kind of want that back a little bit. No, it was <laughs> joyous, dude. It was absolutely it was. An amazing time to be alive to like, even though I didn't like Trump, I was just like, this is fu-. It, like everybody that hated him. I hated. So it was it was fucking awesome to see them all so upset. But then they punished me severely for it with COVID. So, like, I, <laughs> I don't know. I, I want to hear you guys' thoughts because I was just thinking this about if. Say a DeSantis presidency. I don't think it would apply as much to the Trump presidency. But say a DeSantis presidency comes along. Uh, like I said, I think he'd be awful. I think he's a, he's a right-wing Obama. Uh, what do you think this does to the movement at large? Because I know, and this is probably going to piss off some people, especially like the post-libertarians practicing or whatever. And a lot of people, especially distant right. Uh, uh, what, well, the post-libertarians will support DeSantis. You can fucking put that in the uh, back. Oh, yeah, 100%. The point I'm getting at is like, I don't know how many times I've heard. Uh, and don't get me wrong. I hate, I hate hearing the na- neither left nor right thing. But it also kind of irks me all the people that are like, will just kind of arbitrarily define right as that which is good. And then like, oh, yeah, this is a right winger. That's a right winger. And then they'll just like find you know weird ways to apologize for whatever thing they want to be right wing. Uh, yeah. You guys know what I'm talking about. It's, what's oh, yeah. the other one I'm looking for? It's like the Aaron McIntyre types. It's not a slight well, of him. I, I wouldn't mind it if they were. I wouldn't mind if they were consistent because they'll be yeah. like, we want explicitly right wing, and if that means like anarchy or like you know actual no bullshit right wingers who aren't going to take any institutionalization, you know whatever. But then they accept like, oh, no, but DeSantis is a right winger and Trump is a right winger. And it's like, OK, well, your definition just went out the window. Yeah. So make any is it going to be once he starts doing neocon shit? Oh, he's not a right winger. And this is why I hate the people that do this. Yeah. I don't hate I, mean, I hate them the wrong way to put it. I, I really dislike it. And I find like I find it to be like super illogical that people get obsessed with the. Oh, you know, oh, I'm a dissident right winger, and you know, anything that's good is right winging, anything that's bad is left wing, and they just have like arbitrary definition. Like, I, I get it in a certain sense, and everyone wants to be like pigeonhole their definition of right wing, and everyone will talk past each other. I think the problem is, most people forget is like, uh, for example, with agorism, like, not to, you know, people always accuse Konkin of being a lefty because he can, he called it left libertarian. And the thing I always, I accuse up, him of being a lefty because he was yeah. obese. Yes, that, that is a fair point. But the left libertarian thing's not because when he was referring to left liber- left versus right, he was looking at a different paradigm. He, left was utilizing political power, right was uh, or or vice versa. Left was not utilizing political power, right was. So he considered Rothbard a right libertarian for that reason, and him a left libertarian. Now some people will point to that and be like, "Well, he was a fucking commie or some shit." And like, 
okay, don't get me wrong. I think some of his aesthetics really didn't serve him well in this current time. Uh, but I mean, who knows? Maybe ten years from now, with uh, you know, or or whatever, where we have a DeSantis presidency, and we start seeing maybe some of the decent lefties start bubbling back up. I think it will be interesting to see how the landscape changes. And a lot of these people who got super wrapped up in the whole right wing or being obsessed with this right wing concept, uh, what happens there? Because I, I like, what, how are they going to yeah. adjust when now our allies become? the left and not their definition of left, which is that, which is bad or whatever arbitrary bullshit they define it as, you know? Yeah. I think DeSantis presidency would be the worst thing for the Liberty movement. Like out of all the options. Um, I think a Trump presidency could be, could be volatile enough to benefit the Liberty movement. Um, I don't think a DeSantis. Yeah. So I, I, I think, and if we do have a DeSantis presidency, I think you're right. We will start finding more natural allies on the left, not like these dumbass woke idiots, but like Abby Martin, uh, yeah. Kim Iverson types like that. Matt Taibbi, fucking Glenn yeah. Greenwald, people like yep. that start, you know, rising in prominence even more. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, 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 being more an ally. Yeah, I, I just I thought that was interesting because that is a big talking point uh, with a lot of people in our circles now. The whole right wing, left wing thing, which. They just arbitrarily have definitions of what right and left wing are, and they'll only accept their definition. And it, but their definition is just whatever happens to suit them at the time. Uh, well, you're and, also you know. one of the few people who's good on this. You understand that it fluctuates. Like, yeah, 20 years ago, the left was a more natural ally. It's not like libertarians were stupid back then. It's just that, yeah, when George W. Bush is the president and the Republicans control everything and they're invading Iraq and passing the Patriot Act. And, you know, doing all this awful shit, then, yeah, the left, the dissident left winger is your ally. And then over the last couple of years, when the Democrats have controlled everything and they're locking everyone in their houses and forcing vaccine mandates on everybody, then, yeah, the dissident right winger is your natural this, ally. I need this, to push uh, back against this a little bit because the 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 issue is that you will never have a left wing, not in the next 15 years no matter who the president is, that's going to be our ally. They are so deranged at this point because of the, the acad- academia propaganda, the, the whole woke, the social justice shit, the hatred for white people, the fucking the overt racism. I don't see how, say Trump gets in there and he's like, I'm going to go to war. Like, you're not going to have a fucking murmur from the quote unquote good left. We have no allies in the left. Like, can't, name, me, name me an ally in the left. Tulsi on Jimmy Dore, maybe. Well, we just named a few already. I, I'm, yeah, I'm, no, already cool. I'm not Caroline speaking Dora's about a president. I'm not no, I'm about saying politicians, dude. <laughs> it, it's our job. It is our job as that was a banger lib- top. Libertarian. I'm sorry, what did he say? I didn't hear it. He said, said Carlin Borsenko. <laughs> yeah, it's our job as libertarians going forward, especially when when the left, the people from the left, start to rise to prominence and start to try to grift or try to come into these spaces to like be like, no, 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 we remember who the fuck you are. And what you said, like, whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, only I, if we're I, doing I that to the right, too. Yes, that's yes, yeah. Crazy no Liz Cheney, no crazy. No, no, I mean, like, no, I'm uh, talking left politicians. Y'all are talking about yeah. some fucking commentators. I obviously, yeah, 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 yeah. oh, no, no, well, that's left. who we were talking about originally. Yeah, that's though. what we were talking about. Yeah, that's what we meant. From oh, the okay. beginning. we're yeah, not okay, talking okay. like, yeah, no, fuck uh, Bernie yeah. Sanders. Like, yeah, fuck him if he decides, oh, yeah, I'm suddenly against DeSantis's wars or whatever. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, no. Yeah, once he I mean, cucked like, to Hillary, I lost all respect for Bernie. Because before the cucking to Hillary, I was like, I was like, I disagree with him entirely, but it, he seems principled to some extent, and he seems to. You just didn't know him well enough, doing. believe me. Yeah, <laughs> he's been no, like I, that I know, since the 80s, But and once that yeah. happened, I was like, yeah, no, fuck this guy. Like he's he's not that either. He's just like almost like, I mean, whether he's a plant or not, he's in effect a plant. So yeah. Hey, yeah. speaking of top saying, we need to remember what people say. Can we please talk about this fucking Michael Hayden tweet from last night? Real, well, real quick, I want to bring up super chat thoughts on Israel's or Trump's Israel stance. I have no idea what's current Israel stance. Uh, oh no, dude, he know? like flipped out on Netanyahu. <laughs> did yeah, you see? Did you see him? Yeah, <laughs> he flipped yeah. out on Netanyahu in an interview, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, I think the Palestinians are actually." more willing to come to some sort of agreement than the Israelis were. The Israelis seem really stingy. I've never really liked Netanyahu's a total loser. You know, like he did this whole well, fucking Netanyahu. Maybe, maybe mean, that's why he got the, he got the, the whistle blown on him by fucking his son-in-law the FBI. Yeah. <laughs> Israel, Israel was the first state to recognize our election as legitimate when he was, when he yeah. was going around on a tour saying was it was bullshit. Yeah, Israel was like, no, no, this is the way it's going. Fuck you, Trump. And yes, yeah, so this is why I was saying Trump is more useful because he's so self-absorbed. Like you'll never see DeSantis turn his back on Israel, but you could see Trump do it because Trump would be like, yeah, that f those fuckers like said Biden yeah, no, won the election. That's a great I, point. You know, that's a yeah. great point. All right. All right. Clint, what was this tweet of this guy I've never heard of? And who is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> never heard of fucking General Michael Hayden, the fucking former CIA head. Uh, oh, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> Edward Lewis says, I, I've covered extremism and violent ideologies oh, around the world yeah, over my career. Have never come across uh, around the world, mind you, have never come across a political force more nihilistic, <coughs> dangerous, and contemptible than today's Republicans. Nothing close. General Michael Hayden quote tweets Base. it says, I agree, and I was the CIA director. All right, insert meme things are close than you appear with a guy running and an OKC 2.0 right behind you. That's Thank what you. that is. Thank <laughs> Once you. again, yes. the tweet is terrifying. It's right up there with uh, what's that? Uh, O'Brennan uh, saying uh, even libertarians. But oh, at this yeah, point, Sean, uh, John Brennan. John Brennan, yeah, John Brennan. Yeah, uh, at this point, though, I'm so an desensitized. open communist. Sorry, I I'm so desensitized to this bullshit that I just don't care anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> Dude, but shit like this is one point. Too. I I would legit put money on it within the next year. There's going to be some sort of another event. I, I mean, I'm agree. not entirely sure that I would say it was like some sort of mass casualty thing, but I think this one will be the big one and something along those lines. That's what I lean towards. But something, uh, you know, and I just hope that we have enough people on the ground that are immediately picking holes at it and being like, fuck this shit, like right off the bat. And they overplay their hand, just like they did with COVID. And that was my point with OKC. OKC happened in the 90s at this like influx of time and technology. And that's why we're in this weird spot where we're able to piece it together now. But if this happened in this current time, I don't know. It might be another moment where it's kind of like almost as if COVID happened all in one day. Like it'd be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is too much for me to fucking process at once. There's uh, this guy, you know, is pointing out this inaccuracy. This guy's pointing out this inaccuracy. Obviously, they'd go full, you know, media shutdown. Well, that's going to only alert more people. And, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I really think in a certain way, as bad as it sounds in OKC 2.0, I don't want it to happen. I absolutely don't want to happen. But I actually think there could be a big silver lining. And I really think, I know a lot of you guys are black earlier. I think if it did happen, I actually really think a lot of people would be like, whoa. What the fuck? Unless they pulled off a perfect op, which they almost never do. They're they're they, like but they have on. to shut down the internet. Yeah. Yeah. 
They this is why everyone them. should move to New Hampshire and, you know, live out in the woods. It was probably going to happen in New escape. Hampshire. I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I am absolutely petrified that, that you're exactly right, that they're going to yeah. do something extraordinary in the next, you know, in the lead up to the 24 election. Um, so, yeah, I mean, any, like literally anything is possible. They fucking running PSAs on nukes in New York. I mean, I'll tell you, on. man, if. They have to go big or, or go home because yeah. I'll be real upset if they do some bullshit like, oh, it's another school shooting. I'm like, ah, fucking school shooting. <laughs> like, like, oh, someone tried to kidnap. It's, it's, I legit oh, think deal. OKC is the best example because it would be something like a federal building, but then something where there are also innocents. Because if it was a federal building and there was no innocence there, like, because uh, ATFs aren't people or feds aren't people. So if it was like, <laughs> say, say it was nothing ATF, but feds sorry. in the building. Uh, say it was nothing but feds in the building, like they're not gonna be able to get the same effect. But the thing was like, okay, see, the big aspect was the children. Everyone pointed to the kids, and it was the same Sandy Hook effect. We're like, you can't question oh, this. They there played their kid here. card though. We kill kids for fun now. I yeah. mean, yeah. So I, who knows what it'll be next? Yeah, I just I think it will be something along those lines. It's gonna be some sort of they're gonna play both hands. Like that way, it kind of plays to both sides. Like the the hardcore people, like because like. Even me, like I'm an anarchist. I think every one of us here would denounce the OKC bombing. But let's be real. I wouldn't denounce it if it was just feds. I mean, I denounce, <laughs> I love- I denounce it in the aspect of I don't think that was pragmatic. I don't think it's going to work out well. But there's also a part of me that's like, all right, that's pretty awesome, dude. It's my, uh- <laughs> my favorite part of this of, of that series. I don't know if you guys listen to the OKC series. There's been like three moments at least where – Richard Grove says something about like the people that Booth, were killed there, and, he, and yeah. Richard Richard Booth and Jose goes, "Well, if it's just feds," and <laughs> <laughs> it just like harps on it for like five minutes. Is anyway, what were you saying? <laughs> well, that's my point. You got to make a distinction because there is there is a legitimate argument to be made from a libertarian perspective in that, and like I don't agree with it, but I will say it's moral but not pragmatic. It, like, so it's, it's you you've adopted like, the O'Donnell doctrine? No, so I have I not. I actually got no, a big argument with O'Donnell in one of the streams. The top probably re- realizes that because yeah, yeah. I actually don't I, agree with him. I don't think it's pragmatic. But had it not been for innocence, I would at least not. I would. I think it was a moral in, in uh, not pragmatic what uh, McVeigh and his accomplices did. Oh, what does but O'Donnell now, say? It was pragmatic and I don't know. So he, you, yeah, you agree with him on the justification, just not the. Just not the uh, well. I think that well, they were the, the I don't think O'Donnell. O'Donnell I agrees with him on the morality. Huh? He, he was defending McVeigh and saying, yeah, that, like, "Well, he said if McVeigh had waited till daycare let out and only killed feds, then he would have done nothing wrong." Yeah, I can agree with that. Sure. All right. Yeah, yeah that's what he said. Yeah, I mean, that's I would the say tweet it's not he got pragmatic. like fifth. He got it reported like fifty thousand times or something. <laughs> if, it's, would, if it's it, not pragmatic, then it's then he has done something wrong. Right. Well, you can in, say in, you can say you, you agree with the moral just. You can say you could say you agree yeah. with the moral justification. He has still still done something wrong because it's now empowered the state to come. Well, it's not crack down on every militia in the moral because when people say wrong, they're implying morality. But I mean wrong in like a that was not a smart move. It's the same idea. Like I always bring wrong up does example. not imply morality. Yeah, does it? Okay, so if Khalid. I, I sort of, but the pretense, know, okay. the pretense of this is that I mean, uh, McVeigh was a was a federal agent. I mean, from from what I've been paying attention to, from what Seems I've been hearing. Way. So if, if Khalid Al Madar and Nawaf Al Hazmi had bought Flight seventy seven from American Airlines and then flown it 
into the Pentagon without any passengers, that wouldn't have been wrong, right? Yes, it's just is their private property. Maybe not pragmatic? <laughs> well, actually, I don't know, because they're a different group. Like, okay. Well, I don't know. Uh, I'd say still not pragmatic. I yeah, think political I, violence usually doesn't work out to your benefit almost 100% of the time, damn near. But I don't think it's immoral. If, if, it's, was, if there's Are no you kidding me? 9-11 was probably the most pragmatic terrorist attack in history. The fact that they... They got wow. the United States military to yeah. do exactly what they wanted, which was go bankrupt themselves in Afghanistan. It was fucking genius. And For I'm not, purposes. I am obviously not. Okay, you know, in that situation, them pragmatic, but not moral. Yes, exactly <laughs> right. Yeah. No, that, that's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and uh, Road to Providence says blowing up that one hospital with the trans shit. That, this, is, this is actually a really good uh, thought because. The there was some reporter, some blue check reporter that tweeted out, um, who's the guy that did the What is a Woman documentary? Matt, Matt Walsh. Matt Walsh. Matt Walsh. She's saying she said today, Matt Walsh is going to get someone killed, and and specifically talking about him talking about the uh, the I don't know the coverage of this the trans care that's or trans care I don't know what the fuck to call it. Anyways, chopping off dicks, whatever. You haven't gone uh, on your show next uh, week, right? I'm just What's kidding. That? I always have Matt, Walsh. <laughs> Matt Walsh will he's, ghost me he's next not week. Show up yes. Yeah. Uh, this is this is my new thing. I invite huge guests on. They say yes, and then they don't show up. It's a fucking great great gambit. Anyway, that's a great idea though. I, I could totally see that if they were to do a false flag on some hospital that was uh you know doing trans care or some shit like that, because then they could I, go after all of the fucking people that have been saying the G word and all that. Maybe. You know? Maybe, maybe that, local. I think lies. a federal building is just too because they've been pushing that white supremacist right winger. You're I mean, right. maybe not. Maybe it is something along those lines. But they can, they, that's a two birds, one stone situation because they can say this is the, the Christian nationalist militia movement that we've been warning you about. This is the reason that they're the biggest threat in this country. And here you have it. It's going to be it's going to be an attack on the IRS agents, all those crippled, oh, retarded yeah. women. <laughs> I think that would be not smart, though, because then once again, kind of my point, you have to have some innocence mixed in and there's none there. So. Uh, well, in the hospital, know. it sure would be. Yes, exactly. That's my point. You got to have some innocence mixed in that way. Even some of the people who might be tending to agree would be like, ah, like, cause you, you got to have a situation in which Man. like basically no one is being like, well, okay, whatever. You know, I've like, never had a conversation with the three of you where I've come away more black This is horrifying. I really hope that we're all wrong. <laughs> yeah. I really hope we're wrong, man. Because if they do some shit like that, I'm going to be heartbroken. But, but once again, and this is a point I've been making throughout this episode, I think if they do, I don't want it to happen. I don't want it to happen. It is going to be a real influx point. Like, it, you know, it's going to really test us. I think there very well may be, you know, the equal and opposite reaction. Yes, I do think there will people be buy way into it more, but I think we may have a larger segment that be like, well, fuck what is you. what is what is the opposite reaction? I, I'm not following what you're what you're hinting. I at. think I really think if they tried to pull off something along the lines of like an OKC, I think we have such a decentralized mechanism of researchers, you know, promoters, whatever, what have you, that will be picking away at it so quick. That, and, and I think so, an op of this magnitude would have so many areas that could be picked away at. The uh, same way the same way you dropped everything and made Liberty Lockdown to talk about the lockdowns and COVID is what would what he's talking about. Yeah, I know, but I, that still took two years before it was commonly accepted knowledge, you know, that yeah, but we relied on. This is snowballing. Yeah, but, it, but my point is if it if, if say it's super rapid and now it's six months. There's no way it's going to be a fucking month. Like, there's no way we get to the bottom of, of an op within a month. I no, but I, I think it will raise enough questions that people don't immediately, you know, it doesn't have that 9-11 or even the, the original OKC <coughs> effect where everyone just gets sucked in. Yeah, that's, like, well, that's I'm, a good I'm point. Way more, 
So nine eleven took like I don't know what ten years before people started to really uh, question the zeitgeist. COVID took six Two. months, not even like three months before people were like skeptical of it. The next That's thing is skeptical, but I'm saying days. I'm saying I'm saying mass adoption where like the vast majority of people, not the vast majority, it's probably still only sixty percent of people that are like, okay, we got lied to. We did get lied to in some extent. Um, I, I just <laughs> I just think. This oh, that's fucked up. Uh, it's I gotta uh, say, I know who this is. That person is literally a trans person. <laughs> based, based. <laughs> super based. That's oh. a person who hooked me up with the Brandon Caserta interview. Uh, I, I don't know whether to call it he or she. Uh, let me know one of these days because I feel super awkward whenever I give you props. <laughs> I don't want to be disrespectful because I like you. Because yeah, with the trans <laughs> thing, I will call you he or she just because you know you, I'm cool with you. But if David Brady's right to Providence, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So David says one six was the failed up. Yep. I agree, actually. That was the failed up. But this is where they're really testing their their capacity for propaganda because they're saying to themselves, even when our op fails, we're still gonna run it into the rocks. We're still gonna fucking we're gonna hold hearings. Even if like the only people that died were the protesters, we're still gonna hold hearings for months yeah. on end. We're gonna you know try and crazy? get our political opponents to fucking apologize uh, for you know having nothing to do with it. It's it's really remarkable. That the Las Vegas shooting was a failed op. That's crazy. Well, to they didn't about. utilize it, that's for sure. I don't know what I, the fuck they were tr- going for with it. I don't know what to call that, to be honest with you. I don't even know if I'd call it a failed op because I don't know what the fuck it was. Like, it was it's so nothing, weird. Nothing came to fruition from it, yeah. but, like, I mean, how many people died? There was, like, a couple hundred people got shot no, at least. A hundred people died. Forty-something. Yeah. Oh. A bunch of people got shot, but only, like, 40 died. I think uh, the reason 9-11 took so long for people to start questioning it and COVID didn't take as long is because the COVID restrictions were a lot more uncomfortable than the war on terror and, um, you know, surveillance restrictions. So we were waging a war on terror in Iraq and Afghanistan and that spread throughout the Middle East. And we did have all these airplane security checks and they were tapping our phones. But the only one that really um, affected most Americans was getting on an airplane. Like they don't care if their phone's being tapped. It's not in their face. They can't see the guy spying on them. They're not over in Iraq. They're not, you know, a lot of people had relatives who were there, but most people didn't only like 3000 people died or I think three or 4,000 people died in Iraq or whatever. So overall it wasn't like in people's faces enough to make them care where COVID was you have to wear a mask, you have to get this injected into you, or you can't live a normal life. Um, and that's why the reaction was so much quicker. So I don't think people are necessarily picking on, picking up on it faster and learning faster. It's just that it's such a different scenario. Like I think something like 9-11 could happen again. And as long as it's not super in your face, they could get away with basically anything. It's kind of the 1984 versus Brave New World style of authoritarianism 1984 doesn't work as well because it's a jackboot on your neck it's uncomfortable people eventually revolt if it's a slow creep where you're not really taking people's comfort away from them you're just taking their rights away then you can get away with it yeah but this is not a slow creep it's not a slow creep they've raided no yeah that's they raided the ex-president's house right it's not a slow creep anymore so the next thing they have to do is going to be this is going all out time and And if we have an okc 2.0 the fallout from that Will, yes, it won't be as uncomfortable to the extent of COVID was, but I don't know what legal ramifications or what things will fall out from it, but it will be uncomfortable, and I think a lot of people will feel the effects. And, yeah, it won't be the extent of COVID, but I, I don't know. I, Yeah. 
David Brady, yeah. I can't believe, is more blackpilled at 17 years old than I am. He says Vegas was not failed, the bump stock ban. I, I as, as skeptical mm. as I am of our government, I can't imagine that they would do that for a fucking bump stock ban. Yeah, that is so, so extraordinary. Petty. Well, that's, yeah. that's myopic so, thinking. It wasn't just the bump stock ban. It was moving it in that direction. So there was, is something said, to that. Which Patino is if said, you look at Operation Northwoods or even better yet, Operation Gladio, which happened over in, uh, over in Europe, which was essentially uh, Northwoods uh, actually done. Uh, you, which is like there's I, I, I Booth has done a lot on this, but it was essentially Northwoods, but in in Europe actually applied, cool. whereas they legit were you know doing false flag attacks and essentially implicating you know political enemies to get them to buy more into the government and to hate the enemy. And I mean, I I am of the opinion probably Northwoods probably essentially happened in a different fashion. I think uh, I'm personally of the opinion a lot of these crazy shit are legit fed ops. Uh, the you deeper know, I, I go, so and this but, is yeah. this is a total like sidetrack. But I was thinking about it today, and if you if you live in a country where they built uh, quarantine camps for COVID, you need to leave like right now. I I really think that Australia, Canada, a handful of other places, New Zealand, any China, China any of these places in, that built these camps, Seattle. Oh yeah, well I mean there's Time obviously there's some some states in America too, uh, but I'm saying you know broadly. They're like the Australian people are in so much trouble, man. Like if if there is they weren't making if, camps, they were just like rehabilitation facilities or something. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Those but they have fucking they have uh they're they're building they're building like dozens of different camps in China right now. And and I I personally because my belief is that their economic system is in like terrible peril, like really on the cusp of absolutely imploding. Um, I really think that that's what they're building those camps for is to put political distance away. So I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. No, you're but, right. uh, with, the, with the whole false flag shit, I'm telling you, I've been on such a deep like rabbit hole of shit. Once I've gone on OKC, now I'm on MK ultra. I've like read multiple books now on MK ultra and I'm telling you, dude, and this is stuff that's like sources. A lot of it's confirmed by the feds themselves. And you start realizing, Oh, they're just playing this huge, big game, and a lot of this is like there's some wild shit going on. Um, you know, like you look. At I'll, the t- I'll tell you what I what I. This is just a total, obviously, shot in the dark guess, but I think that if they're going to false flag us in the next, say, eighteen months, it's probably going to be a a organized like four attacks simultaneously, but like on a smaller scale from nine eleven. Obviously, not you know, Pentagon and. World Trade Center shit like that, but you could just have like four mini OKCs that are organized so that they can then a- explain it away as this was, you know, Patriot Front or whatever the fuck, because <laughs> that would be enough of a a fear mongering thing that the people on the left would uh, obviously automatically galvanize against whatever tyrannical uh, maneuvers need to be taken to remedy this issue, and then the right wing would be completely cowed. Like you think Jesse Kelly and all these people that have been talking about abolishing the FBI are going to be saying that shit when that happens? Fuck no, they're not. They're going to shut the fuck up and, you know, pray to God that they don't get arrested themselves. So that's that's my prediction. We'll see. I hope yeah. I'm wrong. Uh, real quick, Patino asked if I read Chaos. Yeah, that's actually one of the books I'm referring to. That's the one that goes deep down into, like, Manson and how it was likely some sort of MK Ultra op going on with a lot of Fed connections and his connections. So, like, apparently Manson had a lot of Hollywood connections and they were infiltrating Hollywood at the time and the hippies. There's a lot of weird shit. I'm on to another one now where – uh so that one goes along to Jolly West, and uh, I, f- I already forget the dude that's above him. But there was another dude who was above him 
that now I'm reading about him. And it shit is wild. Like when you start going to MK Ultra, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, they they're doing all this shit. Like when you hear people talk about like fucking uh, you, know, you see all these like mentally ill fucking like mass shooters and shit, and you're like, oh, that sounds like some straight up MK Ultra shit. I used to think that was kooky shit, but once I've gone down the MK Ultra wormhole. I'm like, oh, these were legit things they were out and out saying. They were trying to figure out, like, hey, how do we uh, manipulate people into going against our moral code or killing people? Dude, or, the kid, the kid in Valdi, if you want to look for a modern day one, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah. look up, uh, I mean, Operation Midnight Climax is crazy. But what is uh, what is geoengineering? JC said geoengineering. That's where you, uh, you're able to control the weather. Oh, <laughs> that's that's right. territory. We, we could ask Dave Smith about it. <laughs> <laughs> By the yeah, way, Spike Cohen, I was super impressed with him. He told me this awesome joke. Um, he said, you know, when I was a teenager, I was I really started to get interested in Is this on or hurricanes. Off the I, I don't know. Uh, he well, didn't. Yeah, he, he told did he it. Say it behind closed the, no. Great joke. Well, he, he's it's you know kind joke. of a respectable you know politics like on the fringe kind of like in that area where it's like i just want to make sure we're not blowing shit up you know he saying. was on he fine. was on that panel with you clint and I'm, I'm like whispering to my wife i'm like this guy's full of shit but go ahead go ahead there was a whole group of us there when he said it so yeah oh, okay so we're good he said um you know, when I was a teenager, I started getting really interested in hurricanes. So I found this website called Stormfront. And after reading through the comments, <laughs> I think I understand how hurricanes form now. Or I, I fucked that up. How I, I understand no. who controls the weather now. But yeah, yeah, it's a great joke. I, I was very proud of him for that one. Yeah, uh, is he getting David... at God killing the gays? Is that what he's getting at? I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> I think Biden Biden was quoted on tape just recently talking about like weather patterns and how they control it. I, I, I'm gonna send how the Jews video. control it or what? No, well, no. The Jews no. in America, apparently. not they. Oh, so <laughs> Biden doesn't get it. He's not. He's not he doesn't. He's not woke. But we we do know that they do this to a certain extent. I mean, uh, what's that island that the UFC? Dude, Biden on Tower at? Gang would be so much fun. That guy Abu is Dhabi. racist as fuck. Abu Dhabi, yeah. Abu Dhabi. They make it rain there artificially. So they they admit that they they inject. They like, do it. Uh, they do it in many places, dude. Like yeah. it's wild that it's even considered a conspiracy theory at this point. It's like they do it and they talk about it yeah. a lot. Yeah. I just All don't right. think that it has anything to do with Jews. That's the All stupid right. part. There was one more topic I want to hit on before you go, and I think it actually weirdly we're being on a lot of conspiracy, you know, little trails here. I think this one kind of applies. I want to talk about the forward party because to me, I mean, I'm not saying. I'm, um, this isn't like a theory. I'm, you finally uh, found your political niche. You're yeah. like, all right, this <laughs> exactly. stuff's over. <laughs> yeah, centrism all the way, dude. Uh, but uh, no, I. It kind of feels like to me. I'm not saying this is the case, uh, but it, you know, if there were, you know, the Jews around the world or whatever, they would like take this group and be like, hey, you know, you guys are doing like some shit in the LP now, and a lot of people know my opinion. I'm not gonna go into that, but this would yeah, be your the opinion per- sucks. I'd rather you not share it yeah, again. Go exactly. Ahead. Um, but this would be like the perfect, like, okay, well we can kind of neutralize them with this. I will say, I think it will be failed because I think this forward party shit is going to go down the shitter. Why why would they, why would they need to spend any resources on undermining the LP? I don't understand. Yeah. Also the forward party does not hurt the LP. The forward party hurts the Democrats. If anything, hundred percent to me, this is perfect because this will, this will kind of weaken that argument that, oh, we can't vote for the LP because we've got to make sure the Republicans beat the Democrats. If you start yeah. getting like a similar size party to the Libertarian Party, 
pulling votes away from Democrats because that is who the forward party is going to attract. Because a lot, most Democrats hate the Democrat Party. They're like, this fucking transgender sports team shit is stupid. I don't care about this. I just want my, you know, my union job and my health care and whatever the fuck else and just shut up with all this woke shit. I don't care about it. That's who the forward party is going to attract. Republicans lose people to the, or, you know, the Libertarian Party draws Republicans more than Democrats. So the whole idea of the the, the forward party coming in to, like, fuck I up mean, the I'm Libertarians, not, once I don't again, think it makes any sense. I don't think the Fed boys or the people that run this shit are, I don't think they're masterful elites, you know, to bring up Hoppe, how they're not the natural elites. So I'm no, not saying they did not. this perfectly. I think that the, the forward party will completely fail. But I know if I was running the world and, you know, not very well, uh, and this other you know thing came up that was kind of fuck with my shit. I'd want something to kind of balance it out because I'm sure they have some sort of math between the left and the right. Who do we do this person, this scenario? It'd be easier just to kind of quash it and to find something that this one's, yeah, I guess you could say this one's pulling from the right. Like, okay, well, now we have someone equally pulling from the left to kind of even it out. And yeah, now I think we're the kind o- of the, the same game. The only op there would be if they intend to um, galvanize the never Trumper movement under the forward party and then fold fold the operation and endorse the democrat candidate at the last minute that's like yeah. the only way i see it as like a a well-orchestrated play because otherwise it doesn't make any sense i, I think yeah, it's, it's totally right that at this point it is absorbing from the democrat uh voting pool and that's just stupid i well, do dude, this say, is though... people always think about all this shit backwards like when tulsi gabbard was running they were all saying oh she's gonna run as a third party candidate to help trump and it's like who do you think is going to vote for Tulsi? Like the Democrats fucking hate her. If anything, she would draw support away from Trump. It doesn't. I mean, the way these people right. think. It's just, well, I don't know. It's, she's it's the same definitely thing. not, though, because she's a cute chick. So it's the no same thing way. with the loser True. brigade thinking that that Dave Smith and the, the going to help the Republicans. The new version yeah. of the LP is a, is a huge boon to Trump. Oh, and yeah, the, so the RNC. It's so Covered. fucking dumb. It's unbelievable. Like it's unspeakably <laughs> stupid. And they have ran with this narrative for years now. It's fucking yeah. crazy to me. I, I hate how often I have to, like, you know, come in as in, like an advocate for the LPMC just because people are retarded. Started. and it's like yeah i have my i i obviously have my you know i've brought up before i'm not gonna go into it but it's like why the fuck am i it's kind of i guess in a certain sense kind of like the trump phenomenon where all the people hated trump you're like what this is your critique yeah. this is your critique of trump like really you think oh he's racist like what, what are you fucking retarded like <laughs> yeah. like who gives a shit like it's the same thing with all the people who bitch about the lpmc and the lp like i find myself defending them so fucking often i'm just like because you guys are fucking awful. Like, I, I, it's weird. It's, it's definitely Someone weird tweeted at me yesterday saying, uh, I can't remember the context. It was very fucking funny. I sent it to you guys in the group chat. But they were basically saying, like, uh, unless Yang is interested in Christian nationalism, maybe he should, <laughs> you know, not talk to Dave Smith. And it was like, what the fuck are you talking? Like, it's it's just, it's amazing how, how detached from reality deranged. some of these people are. Yeah, they're really deranged. It's amazing. Or maybe so. just barely paying attention and want to have an opinion. God, I don't know, dude. I don't know how you can get. I, I guess you're right because, like, Joe Jorgensen obviously brought up the fucking twelve shots thing to pretend as if that's like Dave's method for dating, which is it's like the craziest shit. He's like happily married with two kids, and she's just like, he's probably a rape- rapist. It's like this guy. Was- <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna be fucking bitches on the side, well, you have a main one, a main squeeze, the old lady. Uh, you're gonna want to drug him up, dude. Like, come on. <laughs> you know, we're trying to just, attract ex- the Bill Cosby vote. <laughs> I just expect so much more of people that like have been a part of the Libertarian Party for a long time. It's just it's just so disappointing. Bill Cosby want, did nothing wrong. I do want to comment what a beautiful, 
what a beautiful representation of how fucking retarded centrism is the forward party is like Dude, it's I, amazing I, yeah i can't I can't, I can't push that enough like this is like our position is the common sense majority position <laughs> it's like okay what is that He's like, oh, fuck, dude. I don't know. Like, kind of like less than these guys, but then like more than these, and like kind of like the in between, you know? He's like, the common sense position is that there should be some restrictions on people, uh, you know, from 18 to 25. And I was like, it's like, oh, well, then you just lost every Republican's vote. So we shouldn't, we shouldn't have bombed Syria. We should have just bombed it halfway. It's like, (laughs) don't, don't carpet bomb it, just drone it. (laughs) You know, that's the common sense, moderate position. I'm, I'm really sick of this, uh, like I, this is the whole reason I, I was so gung ho about the Mises Caucus taking over the LP is because I'm so sick of this this belief that like go along to get along this moderate position. I'm uh, same thing that I'm I'm so furious with the uh, the right wing over the past week where they've started to backpedal on the the FBI abolition. It's like, I called it by the way. Yeah, you did, of course. Um, but it's so frustrating to me that that we're dealing with entities in my view that are are comparable, not the same, but comparable to the abuse that existed under slavery. Would you would you have seen yourself morally just to be calling for a 20-year slow rollback of slavery in this country? Like would you have would you, in that like in hindsight it's very easy to say no, I would have been calling for abolition. But these people, modern day libertarians and many conservatives obviously too, are like slow rollback people. It's so weird to me. I just I can I I can't I can't appreciate their perspective i can't respect them on any level i i, I almost i would have them. come up with like a compromise around like i don't know three fifths or so i don't know but <laughs> yeah, i knew is, i knew I, mean, I knew exactly where you were going are, were this you exactly pick the cotton come on <laughs> this is exactly no, I why i fucking... hate justin amash though exactly why i yeah. just can't stand him he's he's that dude yeah. he's that dude well i don't he, think that's fair because he's, he's not an abolitionist he's He's not exciting, but he's like when he comes out on a side of an issue, unless it's some dumb fucking. Well, unless it's Trump's impeachment, yeah. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. Unless it's some stupid fucking thing. If it's like uh, lockdowns or vaccine mandates or war or surveillance or like any of the like the really big shit, he's always like very clear where he stands and it's 100 percent against it. It's just like some of these dumb things. He but really he's not, he does not mark co- on. Justin All he has Amash. to do is come out in favor right now of uh, abolishing the FBI. Like he should have oh, been. Has he, he not said that, anything? I don't won't. have Twitter anymore. No. So Justin no. Amash is going to be the guy that's going to sweep the rug from underneath the Mises Caucus if you're not careful. Mm-hmm. I, think Maybe, that's I, I don't think he will. Uh, I don't but think I, so. <laughs> yeah, I don't. He doesn't think he will, have. But I think what power does he have in the Mises Caucus, dude? If he runs for no, president, he doesn't. He's going to be a serious threat. I mean, he doesn't he, have any he, power in the music caucus, but he has, he, but he has power otherwise. He will, he will words. galvanize all of our detractors. Yes, all of hundred percent. He already, he already is. He already yeah. is. Listen to his, listen to his podcast. If, if you could, if you hate yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think there's a fair point to that because a lot can change in a short, in a, in a period of time. I love you, top. Because I do best. think he will galvanize everyone who's against you guys, the LPMC. So I don't – it depends on what happens between now and then with, like, LPMC stuff. If some of the fire kind of dies down, I don't know. Like, I, don't, I think if, like, at this given point in time, given the energy and where it's at, even with all the fucking detractors, everyone, I don't think they hold a candle to the LPMC power right now. I He's don't the think only they guy, And if, if he does do that, I'm going to say it right here. So fucking clip this shit. Spike Cohen is going along with him too. Yep. Because that dude's smart. Yep. Uh huh. Oh, that hurt. That shit. hurt my soul. Why does it hurt? Why does it I hurt? Don't pay attention. Him. Look, look at him. Look at him. 
Look at what he said two years ago. <laughs> Look at what he said fucking two years ago. Come no, on, man. Not dude, even two He years. was on the forefront of the trans genocide, okay? <laughs> it's Same. funny because I think I think both Spike and Justin are actually really good libertarians, but they do have an aspect to them of, of politicalness that always mm-hmm. makes me uncomfortable. This is yes. why I'm such a huge believer in Dave and why I have been okay, unwavering well, hold in my on. support I mean, of him. Because I, I believe that he is the realest fucking dude around. Like when we it was had extraordinarily to, unpopular for him to come out against uh, open borders when he did it. Extraordinarily, we unpopular. had to bully our friends into supporting Josh Smith. Who we had to. About? Dave was one of them. He was one of the guys we bullied into supporting yeah, Josh true. Smith. No, but that's totally different. That was because he was trying to do Angela's bidding. Anyways, I don't want to get into that. Uh, well, no, I'm yeah. just saying, like, it's not like our guys never falter and these guys like are squishy on like, I don't no, know. No. Like once think, we, once we became, in, yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like once we became institutionalized, like it's kind of, I don't know. That's how everyone is going to end up playing. I mean, I this told, is I Jose's point. Heist, when I was talking to Heiss at, at Yal, he was, he was saying like, you know, he was just breaking it down for me about how like, yeah, people think that the Mises caucus messaging is too radical and all this. And I was like, I don't think you're fucking radical enough. Yep. I have yeah. issues with what you say, but yeah, I love I love Michael Heiss. I love what the music yeah, does. I love but all yeah, these guys. dude, they've been going fucking hard on messaging. If that's not radical enough for you, like they're probably oh. on terrorist watch list right now. The reason um, the reason they've only gained like LP 5, New 000. Hampshire goes hard enough, right? Top. Yes, yes. I yeah. like the LPNH guys. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I, that's dude, LP National possible. was fucking going aggro for the past week yeah yeah uh, no, no they have been since we got reed cooley in there but i He's, think he doesn't ugh. fucking ba- he goes I hard the reason the mises caucus uh just their twitter page has been stagnant at, at around forty thousand followers i think you passed them is because their messaging is i mean it no. was it was radical like it's last because they year. took over i just think people aren't paying attention to the mises caucus because it's now the lp i i i mean okay it's kind of I can't really give you a concrete. I get what Top's saying. It did. There was a moment where they're going hard as fuck in the paint. Even then, in my head, I'm like, you're not going hard enough. But um, fucking now, I still think they're going hard, but they've dialed it back a little bit. Uh, and uh, like, I'm serious a, question. I, Do you guys think I'm not going hard in the paint? I think you are. Yeah. No, you are. Yeah, but that's okay. That's, that's you, well, not, I'm, you I'm, know. I'm now, uh, you know, in establishment so like yeah, I but you're not stopped. a literal political organization so it's a little bit different so okay well know, my original you know. point wasn't that no one's going hard in the point it was just that like the political bullshit is in the mises caucus too like we already saw yes, it with true. josh smith like it you is. remember clint you were there with me it was hard to get oh, that yeah. guy elected we had yeah, to fucking hard. drag everyone it was like four fucking it. runoff if, votes. If it was insane. Everyone yeah. was a Kaufman and in, in like every major figure was a Kaufman. I would have a hard time arguing against. But it, even I think even uh, as much as I love Dave, I love Dave. Like I stand for him so fucking hard. I think he's a great dude. Uh, even messaging wise, sometimes I think like shit like Kaufman does because I know they got a little bit miffed about some of the stuff Kaufman was doing back in the day, like uh, child labor. And there was some stuff they were getting irritated, but like you can't go that hard. And I was like, no. He's going uh, as hard as you need to, if not not hard enough. Like, and like that, that was my opinion. Based. Yeah, like no, Jeremy I, Kaufman doesn't go hard enough. Yes, Jose Gallison. I'll say he's wild. close. He's very close. If everyone was Kaufman, I'd be like, you know, this aggers and shit's really fucking. This is why gay. you guys have all lost your accounts because you guys want. You're like Jeremy Kaufman doesn't go hard enough. That motherfucker goes insane online. I want uh, someone to call Obama a house nigger. I'm not lying <laughs> <laughs> from an official account. 
someone asked someone asked me about the Tijuana shit. Uh, how there's all these firefights all over Mexico. All I know about it is that they went after a capo or or uh, you know whatever the what's the name of the bo- a cartel head. Um, and and you don't do that in Mexico. And so that's what happened. And now it's a fucking firefight where they are trying to take out every politician that basically didn't play nice with them. That's all I know. Jesus. Yep. All right, guys, right. we're over two hours. Let's get out of here. Let's go ahead and drop plugs. We'll stop. start with Top Lobster because he's our fucking dude. He's he's the soul of all of us. None of us could be – none of us would be where we're at if it's not for Top. Top is the fucking it's dude. true. I love Top. I stand yes. him. He's the best. Yeah. I love that's Top. Old, I will bullshit. suck his dick at the end of time. Go on. No, in all seriousness, uh, Top makes us uh, show our cards like for who we really are. So hmm. the real deal. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't bloviate like about I said. top enough. <laughs> but go on. Uh, yeah, uh, you can go to toplobster.com. I'm going to be revamping the website soon. I figured out some cool coding stuff. So we're going to make your guys, uh, your logos like a little bit bigger. I'm, I'm going to redo it. Uh, and I have, I'm going to have a, um, antiwar.com hosted on there pretty soon, which is pretty cool. So yeah, go, uh, just pay Hell attention yeah. to that. Check that out. Toplobster.com on toplobster underscore on Twitter. Thank you. Who, who are you running uh, merch for these days? Just a, just a real quick. Uh, yeah. The podcast merch.com. We're, we're, I'm, I'm, I'm revamping this site right now. So it's a process, but, uh, yeah, and who I'm are those guys? There. Who are those guys? Guest yeah, guys. Baby. Yeah, yeah guess buddy. He's, thank you, thank you to Dave's everybody. Bitch now, <laughs> everybody who's uh, annoyed them enough that they actually know who I am. So th- thank you guys, I appreciate that. I'm just kidding. He's Ralph and Lewis's bitch. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm just literally boosting you until the day that that they put me on gas, and then I'm fucking discarding you right away. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so you're supposed I, so to do co- with Hispanics. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna discard me, but then I'm gonna be running his merch from that site anyway. So <laughs> you have the Hispanic no, exactly. workers back off for you, and then kick him off your property. That's base. No, I lo- I love top regardless of what he can provide for me in terms of merch. Dude, uh, that motherfucker. Real quick on top, that motherfucker doesn't feel. You know how many people he's taken out? It's it's crazy. Like we thought, Tower Gang. Had great- he's got a body count bigger than the Clintons. Yeah, until we brought Top in, and we're like, dude, Top is like our fu- fucking top level assassin. Like he yeah. was a dude at Ruby Ridge picking off people. The sniper, like, <laughs> multiple other places. I love to know. I love to know one day we can cover why you brought me into the fold because that was a that was a surprise. But I don't uh, yeah, remember but, that at all. You, you, I, I don't even remember okay. how it happened. I feel like you've been uh, OG homie from the start. I don't yeah. know. Wait, were you part of the gang before me or after? Was I was I... part of Tower Gang before you, but I wasn't part okay. of like Tower, Tower Gang. Gang. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got an invite oh, to the yeah. chat, and everyone was already in there. I was like, "All right, going yeah, on that's there. true." You did slink your way. You were like the latest edition of the Tower Power Hour crew. We lost Nick, and then like we, we what was it? Me, Toad, Cole, Nick, and then Cap. Cap backed out. Uh, then then uh, Clint and Reed became part of the group. Nick backed out, and then I was after Clint. I was I like, episode, I was episode two. Yeah. I overlapped with Nick. I was I was in the group with Nick when he when he was leaving, and I don't know. I came happened. on on like episode eight or something, and then episode yeah. nine, and then came on again. I brought Ryan on on like episode twelve, and then you guys <laughs> it, were just like, okay, you guys, <laughs> you're on here enough, and then I just sort of became. Pull up, pull up that JC comment. That shit is funny. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, it's funny with Reed. Reed, but it's like uh, Carlin Borsenko behind him. <laughs> when, when we brought Reed in, like we kind of were giving him a chance on that first episode because we were like, this guy 
Liberty, Liberty Unity? What a fucking faggot. Like, what is this gay <laughs> shit? Reed, Reed, was, Reed was actually the one I had the most questions about, which is hilarious in hindsight, because I'm like, yeah. this dude's way more based than me. Um, anyways, yeah. uh, I only have one plug, and it's a huge one. I will I have other guests, but you guys will subscribe to Liberty Lockdown. You'll, Adam you'll see those. The big one. Adam Craigler. <laughs> September 4th, 9 a.m. Eastern Time. It'll be Sticks, Hex and Hammer 666 versus Dave Smith on Trump's legacy debating on my show. I will be moderating. I don't know why I'm going to be moderating because I'm entirely too opinionated, but I'm going to try my best. Regardless, those two legends, it's going to be fucking awesome. They're both brilliant and incredible at debating. I don't think people like there's a lot of people that know one of those guys, but very few people that know both. And you are fucking up. If you think it's going to be a landslide either direction, you need to tune in. These guys are both really sharp, really, really sharp. Like this is the first time I've ever felt like even remotely nervous for Dave, which is the weirdest feeling I've ever had in my life. Um, anyways, you guys will enjoy that one. Hi- and other than that, okay. what's that? Oh, I was, I was just going to say, gonna say uh, any, the only other note, I am at 49,000 followers. Please get me over to 50,000. Please, for the love of God, make me yeah. a legitimate uh, YouTube, or not, sorry, a Twitter thing uh, by going to at Liberty And, and Thank for you, so you idiots, all you idiots out there, September 4th is a Sunday. Okay? Yes. 9 a.m. Sunday morning. It's, it's yeah. hippie Slenderman versus Christian nationalist Slenderman. That's what we got going on here. <laughs> and believe me, I didn't I didn't want to make it that early in the morning, but fucking homeboy is in like the Netherlands or some shit, so I, I had no choice. All right, Reed, what are you doing these days? Uh, no one really remembers you anymore because you're on Twitter. So, but, you know, <laughs> well, I tried Twitter it. again. It lasted three days, so mm-hmm. I might yeah, you actually did your face like a day in. <laughs> that was Top's fault. He told me to do it. <laughs> so I that was a mistake. Not. Yeah, he did. I should. Did you I should have top? Yeah, he did. He did. I should have totally intervened. I don't know. Need... I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> But I've yeah, never I'm been like, gonna, that's a bad idea, but go on. <laughs> I'm not going to try again. Um, I might actually try to appeal the original account. Like, I mean, more than just sending an email, I might actually make a stink about it because that is bullshit. I was not threatening violence against anybody. This person doesn't even exist. He's half me and it was a joke. So and he's half me. It, and he's you half know how you, much that so. hurts me? We should. I feel we should. Like- do a GoFundMe for uh, to get to get Reed over to where is that San Diego or I don't even know California. where it is. I got a I think it's California. Provide somewhere. him with arms and ammunition too. <laughs> <laughs> we we can't get out of here without a Fed post. Yeah, it was Reed Russell that that did yeah. it to you, which is so offensive. And, and I we're coming up on is. we're coming up on a year. I had twenty thousand or nineteen thousand last October, uh, so I'd be up with clint pretty much right now probably if i still had an account so it sucks it probably hurts. Be on yeah it fucking <laughs> it hurts so uh i want to get that back uh but we'll see i don't know update you on that but you yeah i've me. got the four horsemen on the 28th yeah. with adam kokesh um, <laughs> and then uh i'm going to the ron paul I'm institute not miss that one <laughs> yeah that one's gonna be good uh going to the ron paul institute event in dc with adam fitzgerald and eric jackman on the third that'll be wild um and then yeah there's some other stuff in the works i've been ghosted by everybody i have been in contact with uh let's see patrick bet david uh roger stone uh, i've had i think three tulsi. different lines into marjorie taylor green that have all died uh tulsi gabbard she's been ghosting me for over a year now um there's all sorts of shit that i had that was supposed to happen that just hasn't happened and uh i keep getting shouted out on tim cast but it never comes to fruition so we'll see i'm working on it Jews like you do dog I'm i know you. that's what it is <laughs> all right but. uh this is a like this is a no way jose show you can find me on youtube all major auto packers odyssey as well uh follow me on twitter at senor jose 2020 
You can follow me on Facebook as well if you want because I get nuked a lot as well. I don't have the issue where I'm as big as Clint or, like, Reed is to where, like, I'll get auto-nuked. So I'm able to, like – I have this, like, tendency of where, like, I will get to, like, 3,000 and then get nuked again. So I'd suggest probably follow me on Facebook as a background – or as a backup under Jose Galison. Uh, yeah, I do want to plug some shit. I brought my OKC series a lot. I cannot, uh, you know, commend that enough. Uh, I've also episode 171, I had Duncan Lemp's widow on, and I've also had Brandon Caserta of the Michigan, uh, kidnapping thing, uh, recently. I think I might try to set up another episode going deep because a lot, they're still in retrials right now. There's some wild shit dropping right now. So I think I might get someone on to cover some of that stuff. It's uh, pretty wild how like they didn't even like, uh, I feel like there's almost like this game with the feds where they entrap you and like I entrapment's fucked up, yeah, but we're like, they, but they don't even like <laughs> this didn't even meet the level of entrapment. So it's like, it's almost like you didn't, they didn't even honor their side of the fucked up little game they play. It's this is like, what I'm saying with January 6th. Like they yeah. don't even have to go all the way anymore. They're just like, we're just going to press charges. We're just going to make shit up. Like, yep. you know, like all the shit, it seems like all the shit with the Michigan stuff was like, there were so many informants and the informants would do stuff. And it would seem like most people would just be like, yeah, no. Or like kind of like, uh, ignore it. And then they use that somehow to they take shit out of context. And like it, it was just wild. It, it's insane when you start digging through the stuff that's going on at trial, all the stuff's coming out. But yeah, I subscribe to the four pony boys. Yes, the, the four pony boys. Yeah. Oh yeah. Boys. I didn't even mention so it, but my uh podcast name is Naturalist Capitalist. So just go search that everywhere and you'll find it. Oh yeah. And with this four pony boys, we may do I may try to do more. The 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 basic template in my head, I know with Reed saying he has him uh dawson and uh and jackman but we have these four guys but the way i see in my head is if we start getting guests if i do these more uh one of us will drop out for each one uh yeah. you know whoever it is uh, and we'll we'll go from there it'll uh, be read let's be honest yeah yeah so, so <laughs> yeah so I, i'm looking forward to this this should be fun i do th- like yeah i know it's obviously a rip off of four horsemen just the name wise but i do like because it it's like uh tower power like big brain time and also like these are like this group right here is like the people i've probably gotten closest to uh within this sphere so it's kind of fuck you cole fuck you toad yeah fuck (laughs) those guys although i just want to i just want to say real quick i am i'm looking at the chat right now i see these names everywhere i go uh it just means the world to me that you guys are so fucking support like unbelievably supportive of what we're doing and what we're trying to accomplish and get out there message wise whatever the fuck you believe we're we're working towards uh you're in the fight with us and i i could could it just means so much to me so thank yes. you guys we love you if i don't answer you i i love you i only talk to these guys though <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right with that we are out i appreciate you guys it was fun peace enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. sign up using code champion and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features live betting options and the best daily promotions in the business and with BetMGM at your fingertips every play and every game matters more than ever remember to use code champion and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 
At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.